Train, recover to the left. Happy 10th anniversary. Shout out Joey Badass. And you're strong, my boy. I'm I'm a Martian with an army spawn spawn with a knife in the missile fight. Get your intel right, your intelligence is irrelevant, but it's definite. I spit more than speech impediments. Brooklyn, the residents, the best, and it's evident. We got them niggas peeing nuts like the elephants. Throw them in a truck if they hate, though. We don't give a fuck as long as we collect our peso. Yeah, collect pesos. That money ain't right here. I got them girls next to the wood like they like it. I'm right shit. Trying to get a bug, trying to pollinate. Steve's got the presidential shit. Time to inaugurate my PE. Equipping and throw the clip in your blood dripping and got you slipping under the victim. Don't know what's hit them to his spinal. Just another man who defeated by survival. That's your biggest fight in your whole life. These bars you can't handle, you better hold tight. They saying I'm the best. I'm like you so right. Still ain't got enough shine to last the whole night. Nigga. Yo, fuck the police, nigga. Fuck every ass corrupt politician on Wall Street. PE, public enemy, assassinator, bitch. Fuck that. Fuck everything, son. Fuck government. Fuck listening and shit. Well, fuck your energy, dickheads. Uh, it's like six million ways to die, my nigga choose one. Doomsday coming, start investing in a few guns. New gats, booby traps, and bazooka straps. Better play your cards right, no booster packs. Everybody claim they used to rap, but these ain't even punchlines no more. I'm abusing tracks, leaving instrumentals doing black. I'm in Marty McFly mode, so tell them that the future's back. Riding on hoverboards, wiping out motherboards. Stop spitting fire, cause my motherfucking lung is scorched. King Arthur, when he swung his sword. Or King Arthur, I ain't even use a pen in like a month before. I had a hard time writing lyrics, now I'm way overhead. Science fiction, you can try and get it, my men are flyers with it. What a minor find of interest for your finest interest. They say hard work pays off, well tell the base guard, don't quit his day job. His PE's about to take off with protons and electrons, Oh me that's an A-bomb. Uh, fucking ridiculous. Finger to the president, screaming fuck censorship. If Obama got that president election and the PE boys about to make an intervention. Fuck what I once said. I want the bloodshed. Cause nowadays for respect, you gotta pump lead. I guess Columbine was listening to Shaka Khan and Pokemon wasn't getting recognized at Comic Con. It's like we've been content with losing and half our students falling victim to the institution. Jobs are scarce since the scientific revolution. And little kids are shooting Uzis cause it's given to them. Little weapon, code names. And you'll be quick to catch a bullet like an interception. If your man's trying to disrespect it, send a message and it's over in a millisecond, nigga. Good Lord. Yo, yo, yo. What it is, man. Welcome to Get Your Bars Off Podcast. This is your boy, Ari Starks, with your boy, Loso, man. What's going on, brother, man? Oh, man, you know. We we here, man. We we yeah. we, we as alive. Is another every day above ground is a good day. Nah, big facts, son. Yo, and with that being said, man, rest in peace to uh, Capital Steve's man. Gone too soon, man. After hearing verses like that, man, whew, that man was a B. 
beast with them that yeah. shit, bro. Definitely, definitely a lot of potential with that dude, man. Um, what you just heard was survival tactics, survival tactics off the 1999 mixtape from Joey Badass that had its tw- 10 year anniversary just what yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what I'm saying? Just giving light to a man, shout out Joey Badass, man. This is this tape still holds the test of time. He did a private show in New York City at SOBs, performing this in its entirety, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And it's just good to see, you know what I'm saying, that this album still holds t- holds its weight over time because he was young when this came out. Young. 17 still. Yeah, so this is really good to see that the people still appreciate this work of art and it, it has its placement in hip-hop. So once again, shout out to uh, Joey Badass and the Pro Era crew, man. And shout out to Joey Badass and Future Endeavors, man. We got a new project coming from him. You know what I'm saying? They believe, I think you told me this weekend. We're going to um, chat about that a little later. But good, good, good rollout right here with that, man. But in other news, we're going to start with wrestling today. Oh, so fans, get in here. Get in here right now. We are here to talk about Jeffrey, Jeffrey on the juice hardy what is it confirmed that he was on the juice or was he on something he ain't on, on events juice he on his he on the other juice he on the vino yeah so let me just go to what the what the news is out here in these streets if you ain't know you know what i'm saying Jeff and, and the saddest part about the soul is is that he probably ain't gonna learn from this so as you can see, races uh, from TMZ, uh, AEW star Jeff Hardy has been arrested again. TMZ Sports confirmed he was arrested for DUI. Cops said that they pulled him over because they seen the car was swerving and whatnot. And when they brought him out, he they seen he looked all confused and droopy and shit. And he was slurring words, had alcohol on his breath, it smelled like it. And it was just like, yeah, bro, you're going to jail now. You're going like, to jail. But the thing is, just another mugshot for him, you know. And it's, and at this point, it's like, what is, what is it next for, the people who pay who signs his checks? What is their take? What is their stance on this? We know what WWE did for him. We're not talking about that. We are talking about where he is at now in AEW. Tony, the ball is in your court. John Moxley, he went to rehab on his own. He mm-hmm. understood his problems and went to go take care of those. Jeff Hardy, on the other hand, it's out here just living privileged as fuck. Who's older? Uh, Hardy, Jeff, right? Yeah, he's yeah he's old as fuck. Not even mean to say it like that, but I mean, I mean, that nigga was what nineteen when I was like just starting to watch wrestling. You too old to play these games, man. Like you, you kind of at, at some point, like you gotta. At some point, you gotta look at yourself in the mirror and say. Am I the problem here? But the thing is, I think he knows that he's the problem, but I think he just don't give a fuck about the problem. I think or, he sees the problem. He sees the problem as like it's nothing if nobody else saying nothing. Or there's enablers. Really, my loved him. ones ain't saying nothing. There's enablers around him. Matt could be an enabler. I and mean, this is I just assumption. Is. I honestly believe he is because it's like I know Matt be pushing on his old. Brother and this stuff, and he probably loves his brother dearly, but I know he sees money in his brother every time they link together. Dude, does he though? I mean, the Hardys, the Hardys will, the Hardys will always be a draw. They're no. legacy acts. The Rock and Roll Express was still wrestling in '85. 
there's I mean to some markets they're still a draw. Like some people be still hiring them up, but the hardies is the hardies we're talking about. All I'm saying is so much you can stand on I that like, name. I feel you, but Matt gonna use it to the to the wheels fall off. Literally. You know, even with himself. You see him having a debate with um people on the fans talking about just the you know what I'm saying the pain and the injuries and such that wrestlers go through, which is very true. They definitely go into a lot of shit banged up. Like we just talking about. I mean, me, I think uh me and um Cole's talking about just Randy, is he really going away for injuries? And I'm like, yeah, he definitely you think about it. Mania happened right after that, you got backlash and then hell in the cell. Also, it's like, yo, went all oh, this whole run with son. Like, yeah, it should have ended it, but I kept going into the like into the next year. Like, all right, now it's time for me to get a little break and rest my bones and shit like that, bro. Like, but say that to say though, is like Matt Hardy, like, you're not as healthy as a Randy is, you know, you're not as healthy. Even as shit as a CM Punk is, or a or a Edge, or Christian, or none of these guys like dog. They don't put themselves through the ringer. It's not even that, but Matt had a whole back fusion, bro. He put himself through the ringer. Yeah, they don't put their bodies through the punishment that Matt continues to do. That is why they've outlived them in wrestling years. That too, and they played the game smarter. You know, I don't know what he does for his health, like for his health wise, but. Man, don't he better be calling DDP? <laughs> yeah, DDP. Listen, DDP could be a name that could help Jeff get back in form. Because remember, he got uh, Jake the Snake when Jake the Snake came to DDP. Jake the Snake was bad. Not, not even, not even on that. For guys that are even like for wrestler, active wrestlers, Jericho went to him. AJ Styles went to him. Um. Who else? Who else? That's the first two I remember from um listening to uh I didn't know AJ wins him. That's that's amazing. Oh yeah, Jerry, wow. he definitely definitely said the doing DDP. Not he didn't go to him, but doing the DDP yoga was a big catalyst to like keeping him going, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Keeping his body fresh and such, but whatever. Um, but back to what I'm saying with Jeff is that these guys are just they're playing, they playing with you know, what I'm saying playing with the house money right now. And Jeff is getting too comfortable with doing that, where it's like, I'm, where it feels like I feel he think he knows he can get another bag somewhere, and it's just like, dog, somebody has to be the person to say you like, yo, nah, no we, more bags, we good over here, we don't no want to see you fly up a couple ladders, and then once you feel like you've done your job, now you can go fuck off and do whatever you think you can do, nah, bro, nah, this we could be a blessing in the we this could be a blessing in disguise because now they don't have to compete in that ladder match. I mean, the way his face was looking, he looked like he didn't want to. That nigga was in your lights. Look at the positives. Look at the positives. You don't have to compete. You don't have to put your body through more punishment at your big age. Some of you were saying that was he probably that's probably the reason why he did it. Ooh. Not a bad conspiracy. You know. But neither here nor there, man. I just think Jeff Hardy is like really just a privileged white man who just doesn't understand when to when to fucking quit. Well, what privileged white man does? Exactly. Well, and once again, I commend Moxley because at least he understood, like, yo, I got I got a family, bro. Like, I gotta fucking relax. Like I got something to live for. Exactly, bro. Jeff Hardy is just out here like, man, fuck it. 
And the problem is, like, niggas is offering, like, fucking whole corporation, like, yo, we got you, bro. Easy. If you're Tony, what do you do right now? You give him the ultimatum. Either rehab or sit home. So do you rescind the bag? Do you take the bag back? I mean, I don't know how that goes, but it has to be some type of ultimatum. Has to be. Has to be. Especially you talking about, like, the under the implications it was, too. Like, dog didn't have no fucking license, nothing, dog. Mm. Like, real, like, looking at the um article, it says the police documents. It says officers say they pulled him over, whooped the whoopty whoop. I said all of that shit. He was driving, um, traveling significantly under the speed limit, weaving across travel lanes and running off the shoulder of the a roadway. Um, you see, when he got out the car, he recabooed. I said all of that shit. And they arrested him on the scene. He said his um, bare alcohol, the readings was 0.294 and 0.291. The legal limit for Florida is 0.08, as most people know. You know what I'm saying? And this is arrested again. Like I'm trying to see what they said about. Oh yeah, it says cops also noted in the documents Hardy's license was suspended following his two previous convic- convictions for driving under the influence, and they also noted that he had a driving restriction which required him to have an interlock de- de- uh, interlock device in this vehicle. Oh, so that's like when you have to blow in the. Um, so I don't know if like like for certain alcoholics. I don't mean to judge people for certain alcoholics. <laughs> They have to blow into this machine in their car that's installed, oh, and if they word. blow over, if they blow over, the car's gonna lock. They can't drive the that's car. That's crazy. I've I've definitely heard of that. And that's only it. ordered. It's it's ordered. I think it's court ordered. It's only court ordered. Mm-mm-mm. Now, mind you, he was supposed to have that in the car, and he didn't. So once again, just ignoring all of the fucking rules and all of the shit that he's Privileged being told you to do. Mind you, you're not even in fucking jail. Privileged, privileged white man shit. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, this shit needs to be, like, it, it needs to be nipped in the bud. Tony, the ball is in your court. That's all I have to say about that. You know? Because they, they're not even advertising the ladder match no more. Nope, they yanked it. They yanked yeah. it. And it's, that sucks for Jungle Boy and them. That sucks for motherfucking... Um, who else was the other, other team in there? Um, what, what, what? Uh, FTR? No, not FTR. Um, Just look at it. Hold on. Got it. Um, Thank you. Let me see. I think it was Jurassic Express. Wasn't it FTR, too? Uh-uh. I'm going deep in the archives. Just type in um, AEW um, Dynamite Preview. Or type in AEW Road Rager. Uh, Now they might have taken it off. They definitely did. Because I don't see it. They definitely did. But still, man, this sucks for those, you know what I'm saying, the competitors, because that's TV time for them. Now, hopefully, they can, you know what I'm saying, Say call an audible, find a way to let them rock, but that shit sucks, bro. I definitely was looking forward to the ladder match in general. Just on a regular Wednesday show, you get a whole ladder match. Come on, yeah. I mean, 
if I'm Jungle Boy and 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 this is just me thinking as a non-wrestler, I'm just thinking of like, yo, thank God I ain't gotta take this punishment. I mean, some niggas want want that type of um, energy, but I get what you're saying. But they young, they they don't give a fuck. Preserve your preserve your bump card, man. Don't run up your bump card. Okay, I get it. I mean, when you you got a guy like Christian on which working with you, I I can see that not happening. But these niggas is young, bro. They 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 got bounced to the they got bounced, man. They gonna they gonna fly. <laughs> they got bounced to the ounce. Got bounced it out. <laughs> I don't know why that's Shout out 40 ounce bounce, yo. Shout that's out 40 what? ounce bounce. I was thinking of this, the the uh zap song. Oh no, I was thinking about 40 ounce bounce. Jesus Christ, Niggas nigga get engaged and just start talking about porno. That's crazy. Just just shout out to, shout out to me though. You got it, Chief. Well, actually, speaking of that, man. Let's go into that real quick, man, because fuck Jeff Hardy. Let's talk about it, man. My man's got engaged over the weekend. Yeah, man. It's man. fucking lit, bro. I am so happy for you, dog. Yeah, man. It, it's if I if, if I could just, you know, real quickly share how how it went down, man. Cause it, it was some shit like it it, it happened. Well, first of all, I bought the ring a couple weeks ago. And I think me and you had the conversation off camera a few months ago. This is a few months ago where me and you talked. And I was like, yo, I'm thinking about popping the question. And, and, you know, you gave a nigga some game, you know, as my man, you know. And I was like, yo, can I? I was like, that's just joking. Yo, can I? Joking. Nah, I, um, so first thing in the morning, I, I sent her two dozen pink roses um, mm. to her job. And... And then, like later on, we went out to dinner to our first date spot. Mm-hmm. I literally recreated our first date. I down to the outfit. I had on the same outfit I had on for my first date. Same yeah, table. Everything. <laughs> oh, you got jokes. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no open bar for Ariane. <laughs> um, and we have psychedelics, baby. This man gonna do what? With uh, what's old boy Scully did at the what at the wedding? That's gonna be you. <laughs> That's gonna be you. I'm gonna be the one oh. clapping cheeks on the back couch. <laughs> oh my god, son! So I read her the poem, and she wasn't suspecting the thing. So then, after I finished the poem, um, I got on my knees and I got on my one knee, and oh in front of everybody, I, I popped the question, dog, and she was like, "Bro, it was she was bawling her eyes out." You read her a poem? Yeah. No, I'm not reading it on camera. Fuck. <laughs> no, I'm not reading wanna, it on camera. What they're the beautiful, you know, what I'm saying. Shout out, shout out, baby, the the misses in the comments. Word. Tell them to read the poem. <laughs> no, I am not reading the poem. Roar. <laughs> do the roar. Man, like do the roar. Do it. <laughs> Yo. Yo, the Shrek <laughs> reference. I hate you. Nah, man, that's beautiful, dog. Like, did did the people say anything? Was it they yeah! were taking pictures? They did not. They didn't realize what was happening until they turned around. And they were like, "Oh shit!" Like, um, I was nervous. I was a fucking wreck, dude. Like, I was like, "What was your thought?" It, like the like earlier of the day, like like that day. Like, did you? 
was it just like you planned this out like you were gonna do it this day or did you just have yeah. to feel like today's the day i'm gonna do it i planned this out that's hard bro that's like hard. I, I i played the long game i planned it out like i was nervous but i in my mind when you know you know dog like i knew it like i was like mm-hmm. when you find somebody and i hate to be cheesy when you find somebody you know this is what you want forever you make it your forever mm-hmm. simple you put all cards on the table that's you right put all cards on the table and that's one thing I, I i try to explain like with today like i think a lot of people it's best like you just throw especially when you're feeling like that you know what i'm saying you just throw your cards on the table and you just mm-hmm. see, like all right this is where i stand and balls in your court like yeah. do you feel like where are we going now are we going to move up are we elevated with this together or we're we're just going to keep the only you know what i'm saying the like, only blemish was that i got the ring a size lower so we had to go the next day to the jeweler and get a size yeah so she, she was just on like ah. bro oh she been flexing she been flexing she's she like been, mm, throwing a pinky ring up like pimp c <laughs> she added in her pinky for most of that day. Nah, oh, man, like her family, like they love me. Like they were like, oh man, like it, it, it was beautiful. And then Friday went over to my um, my niece's house and then my family threw a little party for us too. So um, dope, son. Like it, it's it's a beautiful feeling, man. Like I said in the picture, man, I was on a high. I'm on, I'm still on a high. Like <laughs> that's dope. I mean, dog, this is a once in a lifetime for. I mean, hopefully. It's be- I'm praying is once in a lifetime. God, damn, nigga, shit, I ain't even married yet. <laughs> it's the same, it's the same, it's the same. You know, some niggas be out here third time around the block. <laughs> third time <laughs> <in> charm. <laughs> but now, like, for real talk, but even when it's the first time, though, it's just like that's something you can never like recreate or like Mm-mm. get that feeling back again. Because once, like you said, all of those feelings that brought you here to be able to have that confidence to do so, man. That shit is, whew, I can't wait, bro. You know me, Stark, you love one over here. I can't wait. I took I a page wait, from your book. But I can't I took, wait. I, I took a page from your book, man. The Starky Love One Book of Love. I'm trying to tell y'all. I'm trying to tell y'all. Man. R&B and poetry. I'm trying to tell y'all, man. I got to get back in my, po- I, oh, man. I was on my one friend about this poem I had did. Like, I used to be really good into, like, into poetry. I'm, I'm still into poetry, but doing it myself, I got to get back into the, um, the, the mode of doing it but long story short i had this one joint that i wrote that was inspired by charles hamilton right funny we talked about him earlier <laughs> but, uh he had this mixtape called every charles hamilton ex-girlfriend worst nightmare right so <clears throat> each song was a different song with the title of the girlfriend and we're going to like different stories or something like that about them in their relationship whatever whatever so I'm like oh this is hard let me try doing something like this so I made a joint called Girls of My World and did something similar, blah, blah, blah. All the ladies I was talking to at the time, whoop de whoop, past, present, whatever. And the place I did this at, this is my confidence, because I was so confident about doing this shit, but he's kind of nervous at the same time, but I just had a really, I don't give a fuck attitude back then. But yo, I did this shit at this fucking, at the Albright Knox gallery. As at the fucking- Albright Knox. The art gallery that you know, Westside would be talking about and shit like that, whatever, whatever though. But um, the fucking it was for the event was this after school program that we usually do. That is uh for Kanisha's college. Shout out Kanisha's, my my lady's former employer. Matter of fact, shout out Kanisha's, shout out Miss Wilson too. Mm, mm, mm. She might know her. 
oh, she still got any ties to her, call me. <laughs> it was like that? Nah, I just love that lady. Oh. That's the only cop I would let arrest me. <laughs> oh, my I God. Know, I don't even know if she a cop anymore. Wee, wee, wee. No, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. <laughs> that is so hilarious. But nah, son, like, I did it at that shit, and it was just... I didn't care about what happened after. It was just like, yo, I got to get this shit out, dog. But poetry is so fucking good to Hell do. Yeah. Especially when you, like, as a man, you be able to get those feelings out in, like, art, like, in art form. Oh, man. Whew. Get a nice little haiku for the show, man. Bro, you remember the scene in Fresh Prince where um he proposes to, to Lisa, uh-huh. and then the girls are all on the phone like, guess who getting married? Yo. That's what I envisioned, you know what I mean? <laughs> when I proposed. If you was back in the hood, probably. Guess who uh-huh. getting married? Guess who getting married? Sorry, nah, man. Ever imagine like the most ideal wedding I ever seen in my life was the um Jamie Foxx wedding, bro. Like that wedding, yes, yes, dog. That was the most beautiful wedding. Oh like, yo, yo, you better hope that song don't get played at mines. That's in the wedding playlist, man. Come on. Oh, you got a wedding playlist? We each do. Say less. Say less. We each do. Two occasions is in both of ours. I got some joints I might be able to help out with there. Throw throw some my way. I got you, Chief. I got you. You ever heard of Major? Wait, an artist named Major? Yeah. Yeah. You got a song called This Is Why I Love You? Uh, the one joint I know by major is I Got Over Love. Man, I played This Is Why I Love You for shorty. And like, this is before I proposed, like a couple days before. Like, it was tears running down my eyes. Come on, son. That's how I felt. Like, one of the greatest songs I ever thought, like, I would play for, like, is, um, what's my man name? Um, Teddy Pendergrass. You're my greatest uh, inspiration. You're my great. You're my latest greatest inspiration. Oh, whew. when I get married, I'm playing that song right there, bro. That is a banger. When you tell the shorty, you're my, you're you're my inspiration. That's oh, a flex. That's different, right that there. That is a flex, dog. You the reason why I'm, I'm I'm getting up and moving how I'm moving, like, oh no, that's different. That's different. Yeah, so I got some songs to send you. Yeah, I got yeah. songs to send you. <laughs> nah, man, it's really it's so amazing that this is happening for you, bro. I, it's at some points I felt like I was just as happy because, like I said, I know, and we've had these talks. Like I said, no, I yeah, you've you been there. I know where you come, where you're coming from, and it's like to see where you are now. It was even points where I asked you early in a relationship, like, "Yo, are you feel like you're moving too fast? Whatever that nature, whoop de whoop." You like, nah, bro. Like everything is just moving and it's just like you can't control how the heart and the mind move sometimes you know the heart wants what it wants man exactly bro um hold on i'm about to go grab some shit real quick and you want to finish giving your last thoughts on your shit real quick before we move oh, on yeah yeah um listen man if y'all men fellas out there if if, if y'all got a girl you know what I mean good girl at home just Read her a poem, write a poem, play her some music. Listen, a lot of the times, all these women want, and I'm not trying to get in women business, 
But all these women want is a serenade. Uh, they want to feel wooed. They want to feel desired. You know what I mean? Just write us something. Write us something simple. Play some R&B. And, and, you know, just let her know how you feel. I know the stigma is that, you know, we as men don't like opening up to our women, you know. But no, man, you should. You should. If you got a good support system, open up to your lady. You know what I mean? Because that, that she should be your rock. As you should be hers. Um, but yeah, man, wedding coming soon. Your man's the you know I mean? jersey up in the rafters. You know what I'm saying? Ah! Yeah, I'm, about to be in, I'm about to be in that bitch like Leonardo DiCaprio and the crew and motherfucking Wolf on Wall Street. Nigga was. <laughs> what? No place suavemente. Like we gonna do what we gonna have an outdoor joint. Yes, yes. I mean, we're, I we're, we're thinking outdoor, simple. You know what I mean? Ten to fifty. Yeah, it, it, I'm coming, got I'm you. Coming to that. I'm coming to that bitch dressed like '90s Maxwell. <laughs> I'm gonna need a refresher. Let's see if I can find something. <laughs> but need a refresher because I was I, I, my mind. I don't know why it went to D'Angelo. Hey, you could probably nah, it's too much leather. It's too much leather. Let's see, 90s Maxwell. Here we go. Hmm, what's the perfect fit? Where could I even ah nah? Mm, mm, ah, uh, eh, mm, nah. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that's the vibe. Can I save this? Let me just save this. Let me just save this. Oh, this oh, this fit fire. I ain't gonna lie to you. Hold on now. I ain't even gonna hold you. Y'all gotta see this jump. And the fro gonna be all oh, the fro gonna be up oh, there too. Oh. Stop playing with the God. The God. Stop playing. You gotta finish God. It's how I'm pulling up. Oh, with the glasses too. Stop playing. Can you please let the taco meat out too, bro? You are stop. Bro, it's gonna look like Mighty Taco in this motherfucker. Ooh, Mighty Ooh. Taco. That's a Buffalo staple. I've heard it is. I thought. I wish it wasn't. I don't. Nobody. I don't touch that shit. People My, Mighty like, oh, Taco. Nah, man, wet wedding. Uh, we're, we're looking for next summer, spring. Um, so you know, I'll definitely keep you updated yeah. on um logistics. And you already know Ty gonna be in the um in the vicinity, so I might be more like I'm just gonna be pulling up. With her. Shout out Ty, Eastside Pod family. God damn it. Yeah, man, this is just it's so amazing, man. Shout out Kayla, man. Shout out you, bro. Like, this is fire, bro. This is fire. Yeah, man. she really gonna be sissy now. Nah, for real, bro. I'm, I'm with it, bro. I'm with it, bro. Like I said, she makes you happy, bro. I'm. That's all I care about at the end of the day, bro. For real, for real. You know that funny feeling you get right here? She give me that. That's all I'm trying to receive, bro. God damn it. I'm just trying to get there. Now let's change topics before I shed a tear in this motherfucker, man. Yeah, man. Um, uh, let's keep it on wrestling real quick, actually. um, We had a lot of shit coming off. Let's give our quick wrestling recap. I actually finished that off. Um... So we had a lot of things going on. 
to start off with WWE, we had I didn't catch NXT. I really haven't been paying too much attention oh, to it. Have you? I haven't really been catching too much. I'm not gonna hold you. Uh, they're having that tournament. They're having that uh, women's tournament. Um, but that... what, the breakout tournament? Oh, the new. Uh, what did they? I think they just finished that joint. So the women's, yeah, the women's breakout tournament. They're they're having that right now. I know that. I know Nikita is injured. So I think the the favorite to win is um. Last, no, not last. Is it last? It, it's gonna be last legend, I think, versus Santino daughter. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So I've been following that, and then Creed Brothers, their money. I'm Maybe gonna follow Creed right. Brothers. Yeah, I think they had a um <coughs> they had another little joint with um what's their name? Pretty pretty something. Pretty deadly. I can't say on camera. Pretty deadly. But I ain't gonna lie, bro. I personally I personally fuck with the gimmick because it gives me like that uh Blade, they remind me of the dudes of Blaze of Glory. That's look like that's what their shtick is, or it's kind of like um Zoolander vibes. Yeah, like Zoolander, like that type shit, bro. Like I that's just they're funny to me, bro. Like I, I don't take them like too too serious, but it's kind of like it remind me of like remember uh what was our boys back in the, not my boy, but like kind of like La Resistance. Brizango? That too, like La Resistance, where it's like we're fancy, mm. but we'll whoop your ass type shit. Like, um, I know Gacy, Joe Gacy's in the title picture, and he has the two henchmen that they are supposed to debut yet, tomorrow. Oh, okay, all right. And so I we'll think I think it's Grizzled Young Vets. That'll be weird, but they do need some type of change. I ain't gonna they ain't been in the picture. Hope it's a new team, though. Hope it's a new team. Um, we have Apollo Cruz return to NXT. What's your thoughts on that? Awesome. He dropped the accent too. It's yo, I tell you, they kofied that nigga. They kofied. That's the term now. <laughs> yeah, bro, they kofied that nigga. <laughs> I, I hope I, this is why I wish Triple H was still on the NXT um brand because you probably were like, "Hey, what happened to your accent?" And the, like, you, everybody would have popped because you, <laughs> you know where that's from. Like, Son, yo, shout out Denson, man. OTR, man, he brought up a good point. It's a little, little theory that I didn't, I didn't see it. Um, if Roman sent Apollo to NXT to check on the future of the bloodline with Solo Sikoa, only reason why I'm 50 50 on that because it makes sense knowing that Apollo Crews had that sit down with Roman. Mm -hmm. Never really, like, did they really have, tell us what they were discussing? I don't think they ever really discussed, like, told us what they nah. were discussing. Heyman but, um, was rocking with Apollo heavy, though, but um, I get that part. So if you want to just kind of stick with long-term story booking or whatever, it, but we don't know what they were actually booking or the story they were telling. So I can't really call it long-term storytelling, but neither here nor there. We do remember them being in the room. We know the connection between Sokoa and the um, Usos and Roman and, them, and that family and such whoop woo But on the other side, once again, Sokoa has stated he's not moving with the bloodline. He's not aligned with what their actions are and such like that. So it's kind of iffy if that is the case. Only reason why I'm just kind of playing it by ear right now, because it's like if Apollo turns on him and then, you know what I'm saying, then I might lean on it because he said he don't want to rock with them. All right, we, you know what I'm saying? Right. We'll send the dog. I don't know. I don't know. But NXT, he, he's down NXT there now. Been NXT been trash, dog. It has been, but I mean, 
I, I got the guys that I'm, I kept my eyes on, and I'm, I'm hoping that they could be able to move and groove when they get them ready. The main one is Carmelo. Carmelo. Hey, that is my end all be all of NXT. He's the future. He he That's is. I WWE see WWE champion. I see now what you see. And seeing him like more matches of him and Trick, even Trick Williams. I like Trick Williams. He, he, he got to have a widow, bro. He got to, he don't got, have to have, but Damn. it makes it better. These niggas are the future of this shit, dog. Like, yo, I see it. <laughs> Everything we love about what, not saying, I'm not comparing or saying it or saying, but the things that we love for street profits, what is their wittiness, their, their, the slick talk, the, the charisma, all of that shit. Trick and Mellow give you that same vibe on the hillside, too. I'm taking a little bit Mello more cockier, a little bit more flashier, you know? I'm taking Mellow over Montez any day, though. On, on, on the mic? On the single, just the singles. I don't know. We got to see Montez, bro. We, we get to see Montez go yet. Mellow is a hybrid of both. Mellow has size and can run and can like high fly like Montez. Mellow has that. I mean, but you know, Montez has that size, that that like that that good tall, slim, but not too um slim look. You like kind of like what Seth Rollins gives. He's slim thick. I ain't say that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't say that. I ain't say that. I ain't say that. That ain't, that ain't what we do. That ain't what we do. Why would why? 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 No. <laughs> yes, yo, I, <laughs> I, I mean nah, son. nah, but but not nah, anyways. I just think um I don't know, but Mellow Man, he just he's he's, he's money. Definitely, he's definitely something the main roster needs, bro. He he needs not yet. that they need some new energy up there. Not yet. I mean, not not yet. He got still more time, but but they need that new energy though. Like he's definitely gonna be a fresh face up there if they let him continue to rock how he rock, like how when they when KO first came up and they just let him do his thing, you know what I'm saying? Let him do his thing, man. How but, could I forget? Um Fabian eight because they completely broke up Imperium. Yeah, man. He about to get his own shit. Fabian Aikner, Giovanni Da Vinci. Think he's gonna be linked up with um uh, my boy Tony in any way, shape, or form. Well, they need somebody because they just got rid of Tony two times. That would be nice because we have it. I mean, let's keep it tall. He came in Dolo, you know what I'm saying, Fabian Eichner, when he was doing the um, Cruiserweight Classic. They, mm-hmm. then, they, then they put him with, uh, you know what I'm saying, the rest of them and such. I forgot he'd been around. Damn, he'd yeah. been around that long? Yeah, he actually was like had to bulk back up. He lost weight to get into the Cruiserweight Classic. But anyways, though, um. I'm interested to see what they do with him because he still is a great talent. Um, but other than that, um, that's pretty much it for me for NXT. Uh, moving on to Dynamite, we had that um, tournament that we was talking about last show, and I told you. Go ahead, Ari Damas. I told you, bro. That shit was all leading up to Moxley, bro. All led up to Moxley. But within that, they still got a chance to continue to show why Kyle O'Reilly is a single star that needs to be seen. You know, following what we've yeah. seen in NXT and what he did, you know what I'm saying, in, in that tournament and the first tournament and with the match with Darby Allen and, you know what I'm saying, leading up to the turn, you know what I'm saying, in, the, in this battle royal and the match with Moxley is just like, yo, this dude can fucking go, bro. You can he tell Tony a fan. You can tell Tony is a, yeah. a fan of that nigga. I was going to say Mark, a fan of that nigga. <laughs> but, yo, yeah, but the thing too is just like, 
shout out to Kyle O'Reilly. That dude can adapt to damn near whoever he's in the ring with, man. Seen him in that ring with Phoenix, then seen him in the ring with Darby, then seen him in the ring with Moxley. Him and Phoenix was nuts, dog. Yo, like all three was like different. Like you got some wild wildness with Darby. You got, like you said, the technicality breaking him down with Phoenix. Then you just got the hard hitting submissions and shit with Moxley. Oh man, him and Moxley was going, bro. That was a really good main event, man. For real, for real. But obviously, you see Moxley go over and and. That was, you know what I'm saying? You called that. You called yeah. it. But, I mean, I ain't really, it wasn't really nothing to, like, it wasn't hard to predict, you know? Shit. Like, once they told me the implications of what was going on in Japan, I was like, okay, nah, this is kind of, the, the writing is on the wall. But they still got somebody to build. Build some, they got, but they still got a chance to build some stardom with somebody. So, people, people still want in that department. Yeah, I can say they, that. They unveiled the new strap. Yes, shout out to the um the All Atlantic uh championship. Um giving light to all their viewers across the world and such of that nature. Intercontinental champion, basically. Pretty much. Um and they got a tournament going for it. We had Pac and um Buddy Murphy as the I first match. Field right here, actually. Banger for banger for a startup for that match right there. Pac went over. Um good to see. I mean, Buddy Murphy still gotta get his, you know what I'm saying? You gotta get your Gotta gotta pay your dues in a sense here. Like Pac, that was his first Pac, singles too. That was yeah. his first singles match. Yeah, Pac gonna go over. Pac gotta go over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, we got um, Ethan Page and Miro next. Yeah, I'm interested in that. Just previewing for next um dynamite. That's gonna be a good joint. Ethan Page was like, You gonna pray to me. You know what I'm saying? You know how you do, you know how you be with his loud ass. Ego, then, all ego. Right. So, but Miro um responded on Twitter, was like, even if I did pray. I wouldn't pray to you. I'll pray for you. And I'm like, fuck. Fuck Miro. Penta. Penta and Malachi on the uh, other quadrant. And then in the bottom quadrant is the New Japan matchup. I think Uh, Tomohiro Ishii. And I forgot the other dude name. Then it's. um, I think they're going to give it to Ishii, though. They're going to give it to Ishii. People in the States love Ishii. Mm -hmm. Um, But then the other one is. Carl Connors, remember he used to be in um NXT for a little bit. I'm not NXT UK. He was uh if I you know whatever. But anyways, um he's been doing this thing on the indie in the indie scene and such over at New Japan Strong and shit. And this is a good match. He's gonna be going against one of their OGs and uh I think it's I forgot his last first name, but his last name is Hama. But he has this really fucking dope headbutt that I love that he does. Though he just be like a, it's a dead still like headbutt. He just does all that shit. is fucking hilarious. Assuming anyway, they, assuming that it's Pac, Miro, Black, Ishii, who wins? Um, I see it going. I think I think it then goes Miro Ishii. Either I would, I'm gonna keep it tall. I would like to see. That's what I would like to see. I'm gonna be honest. That's what I would like to see. If I'm going AEW loyal to their soil, Miro um, Miro Black. I, I think like they keep they keep Ishii going just so that the people can be like, all right, the relationship between them is good. They letting them rock. But at the end of the day, we want two AEW guys here. But then again, I, I had thought that they should have given it to Black, but I think they're saving that trio. Where's the Where's the finals of this um, match going to be taking place? I don't know, but I think in the States, I'm assuming. I was wondering if it was going to be at Forbidden Door. If it's at Forbidden Door, then it's going to be mm. there. They might give it to Ishii. 
So, Fan service. And then once again, Marilyn Ishii is one of the biggest dream matches right now. Oh, no, no, no. It is. It is. Yeah. Fatal four-way. It's a, it's a fatal four-way. At oh, Forbidden Door for the title. Oh, they're going to do a fatal four-way? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I thought you knew that. I thought I seen something like that, but I wasn't yeah. sure if they were. I don't even know if it was lined up like that. Fatal forward. Wow. So say the four you said again. Um, assuming that it's Pac, Miro, Black, Ishi, because only Pac advanced. Who was who was who? Uh, who Black going against? Um, Penta. He's beating Penta. Ah. But I did. I, I thought that they were they would give Black the title, but I think I, they're going to save that trio. They're going to save that trio's belt for House of Black. So they ain't going to give him gold just yet. I can wait. I see you right. You right because you still need Pog versus Alistair Black to have that story going mm -hmm. in the four way. Ishii and Miro doing their. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm with that. It might be Ishii. Yeah, I'm with that. Now, who who do you who do you got winning the title? Who you who would you like to see win it? I'd like to see Miro, but seeing as it's at Forbidden Door, I think it's Ishii. Mm, I'm going with Miro. I feel like he comes back. I, I feel like they want him to kind of finish off what he was doing with the TNT title, but just with a new title. That's a good point. Yeah, because he was he was vibing with that TNT title. It was His run was so underrated. Different energy, bro. I don't think it was underrated. I think the people like they knew what time it was when he was doing the thing to go redeemer shit. All of that was it was getting over. I think it definitely was getting over. But um, doing this shit without Lana too. Like shout out to that. He's getting over Dolo. You know who else is having? I'm having to do that right now. And I know we're not talking about. I mean, but what's his name? Um, what's brother, uh, brother name Karrion Cross. He's been every every place he's been pulling up has been without Scarlett Bordeaux. Is, and I've been wondering why. Narratives, narratives get created. I mean, probably, but mm, but man, I don't know. I mean, I was really interested to see him because he's he was on MLW and no, he was on New Japan Strong and and then he didn't have her when he pulled up on MLW. He didn't have her. I was interested, but anyways, though, yeah, Miro's doing a lot of this shit without Lana, and it just shows you he really he really never needed her. Nope. You know, but I will commend her. She was a vital part to his career, though. Because niggas was looking at her. But that's what the valet is for. But she did play her part, though. She played her part very well. You got, it's, it's, it's a dangerous game because you don't want to be Mark Merrowed. No pun intended. I don't think she was. I don't think she was. But Carrion oh. was falling into that. That's why he, he left Scarlet. Mm. He's solo now. Oh, narratives were getting created. Are you talking about like with that whole entrance type shit? Nah, what I'm saying is like, remember how when Mero had Sable? Yeah. And Sable got over more than he see, did. I'm not, I'm not saying it because I want to see Scarlett Bordeaux. I think that they are a good tandem together. But if Vince, Vince likes them blonde and white. I ain't talking about Vince no more though. I get what you're saying though, but I'm talking about how it's even happening on the indies now, where it's, it's actually surprising. But neither here nor there, though. <laughs> Mero, All Atlantic Championship. I would like to see that also. But if they give it to somebody else, I'm not mad at that either. Because it's good to see some new faces with some titles too, though. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep it tall. Like yeah. if Alistair get that shit, I wouldn't be mad. I want him to, but realistically, give him the trios. 
Start with House of Black, man. You know who they starting with, but yeah, it's Dicky. It's Dicky, and if they give it to them niggas, I'm sorry. It's Dicky, and they give it to them niggas. I'm sorry. If they earn it the right way, I wouldn't be mad. But if they kind of like, it's like, a, mm, yeah, I would feel you because you got that triangle. That triangle deserves it. Motherfucking Blackpool. Bla- oh, yeah, yeah. The elite will have a lot to work up with. Mm-hmm. They will have a lot to work up with. But um, moving on from there, we had Thunder Rosa versus Marina Shafir that happened during that. On uh, was that no? Sorry, sorry. We're still, we, we're still talking Dynamite. Rampage. Yeah. So what? Anything else happened on Dynamite? Notable? Nothing of no. No MJF. You had, oh, you had um Hangman versus David Finley. That happened. That was a solid match. But Finley son. Yeah, you know David Finley's le- he's legit. Um oh, his son is wrestling. Yeah, he been wrestling for a bit. Yeah, he he um he he was a young boy over in New Japan for some for a good lot for a good time. Yo, we're getting he, old. Oh, New Japan. That's crazy. Yeah, he's legit. he bring the shillelagh on everything. But um, long story short though, uh, after the match he won, he called out Okada for Forbidden Door, and we'll we'll get into the implications for that. But it shows you he wants the IWGP champion. So hmm. um that we get to Rampage. Rampage happened. We had started off with Kingston and um Swagger, who had a whew, crazy fight, bro. You got it. They had a crazy fight versus each other. Um and right after that, I mean, during that match was like I said, crazy, crazy blows. This nigga Kingston literally grabbed this nigga fucking uh Jack Swagger's fucking nutsack, bro, in attempt to like ground him and shit. This nigga Taz said that was the dreadful fucking five against two. And like nobody gets out of the five against two. I was crying laughing, my nigga. Um, but that match was crazy. Kingston surprisingly got the W. Um, but shout out to Kingston though, man. I went over Jack Swagger. It's pretty dope. Um, what else happened? We had um yeah, we had Thunder Rosa versus Marina Shafir. And that match was interesting. Um, a lot of people are calling out Thunder Rosa for sandbagging. I say that. And if anybody doesn't know about this term sandbag, sandbagging is when you pretty much you pretty much throw your weight against your opponent to pretty much fuck up their moves and shit like that. Whoop-de-boop. And you have women like Britt Baker and um, somebody else, and Marina Shafir, liking tweets of this um, ex-wrestler who was calling her out for the shit. So it's people that kind of got those same feelings, but I mean it's it, it's no but but shit happens you know, for your for, to, for to be the champion you can't be out here doing some nasty shit like that man. Can and you say, prove it though that it was intentional? Can you prove it? If Britt Baker is also agreeing with it and she had her she had her matches with her, I'm just saying. Oh, uh, I mean, let me go open this door for Sue real quick. Britt, I mean Britt Baker. Uh, I mean. It could be, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to create narratives here, you know, but it could just be some resentment because Britt Baker, for as long as we can remember, was number one, tier one, you know what I'm saying, women's wrestler on AEW. So you kind of can't take her word because it could all just be resentment because she ain't number one no more. That's just me assuming, but who knows? Like a lot of this shit is a lot of this shit is politicky. 
locker room politics shit. It's still like that. It's still like that. It could Scoot, be. What up, nigga? He pulling up. He's coming upstairs. But yeah, man, I don't know. It's it's not a good look though for her right now, man. But at this at the point of time, man, she just need to be more some more TV time so I could at least be able to see if that shit happens. She don't even be on TV enough for me to be able to even break that shit down too much. Even if she do if she, she do that shit that much. But neither here nor there, though, man. Um, that shit happened. Uh, you had Red Velvet. Yeah, Red Velvet versus um, Chris Statlander, which was a really um, good match. Good. That scene. whole group is fine, dog. So fucking bad, man. Shout out to the baddies. Shout out to the baddies. But yeah, so man. That what was up? A- what up? It was good to see Chris Statlander, you know what I'm saying? Getting her wins up and shit. But the main event, though. The main event. FTR. Versus United, well, FTR and Trent Beretta versus United Kingdom, which will Ospreay and Aussie Open ending. Um, well, during Trent Beretta's, yeah, who are these niggas? Who are these niggas? That's what I was thinking. I was like, who are these niggas with Will? I heard of them prior, I heard of them before, but I haven't seen any matches from them. But after seeing that match, I want to see some more matches. Yeah, but um, coming off Dynamite, Trent Beretta had a, a promo. Um, and they came out and attacked them and such as well. Osprey's first appearance in AEW, all of that shit. Whoop de whoop. Who cares? Um, Will, you don't you don't like Will, bro? Why you don't like Will? Because you think he Kenny Omega. Damn. Have they gone? Have, have they had the head up yet? Oh, they wrestled in PWG. That's about it, though. There's a dream match that might happen when we get to the uh, uh, Dominion. Um, there's a dream yeah. match that I'm excited about. But yeah, so like I said, Will Ospreay and them had a fire match versus FTR and Tremperetta. A lot of hard hitting. Um, no, these niggas were. It was some stiff hits in this shit, bro. To the point you thought, yo, is this these niggas for real? Are they, are they shooting at points? Like, bro, it was a point where Cash was like, you know how you um trying to hype your man's up? I used to, you you dip in the ring, you hype your man's up and shit. The one dude with the uh with the little handlebar mustache came through and need the shit out of cash and knocked that nigga out the ring, bro. That's trying trigger. to get it. Yo, these niggas was wildin', bro. I'm telling you, dog. These niggas. They blur that line. Aussie Open brought that energy to FTR that I like because FTR be about that shit. And it was like, oh yeah, I like this shit. These niggas need that like. They need a little solo match for real, for real. I need. We to getting uh we getting a four way. We getting a four way at Forbidden uh four four on four at Forbidden Door. I'm not sure, man. Cause uh, I mean, shut, I mean, we, we hopefully we get some type of FTR match there because they haven't been. It wasn't on dot on double or nothing. I'm really pissed about that. So hopefully they get some love on Forbidden Door. But Andrade can't work at um see at um at fucking AAA. Yeah, cause he can't work at the Forbidden Door pay per view because of AAA and the CMML CMLL beef. Nor can um Pentagon and Ray Phoenix. Which sucks so much. No, it, it oh. ain't. It's Spanish beef. It's carne. It's scooching me, bro. It's carne. It's Spanish beef. I bet these niggas wish they had signed exclusively to New Japan now. I mean, to uh, AEW now. Now, can you elaborate? Because I saw the tweet, and then I saw Conan's tweet at the bottom, where he was like, "Oh, we don't do." Um, basically, saying that it, it ain't on him. And he kind of has a stake in AAA. That sound good, bro. But we know the history already, bro. Like, if these niggas outward saying that they can't work, then why the can't they work there then? 
Is there like a contract? Is there like a URL RBE kind of thing where they blocking it? Work under contract for these motherfuckers, you can't have no de dealings with any type of CMLL. Also, oh, the URL in them. The URL type shit word word. So that shit trash as fuck. I ain't hearing shit Conan talking. I wanted to see the motherfucking fucking Los Inglanables reunion that the world wanted to see. Nights link back up with fucking Andrade and Roosh. Come on, my niggas. What my nigga Naito been doing, man? He been quiet. We'll speak on that. Actually, let's move on. Um, that, we had Dominion over the um weekend also. Can't speak on nobody yet. So we had some big, big matches. Uh, we had um Jay White versus Okada for the title. We had um we had Will Ospreay versus Sonata for the vacant IWGP US title that Juice Robinson had to vacate because he had to go get uh his appendix taken out or some shit like that. But I'll get into the story for that too. It's very interesting implications with that also. Oh, we had Tomatonga versus um versus Carl Anderson for the never open weight title. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Still kind of stemming off of his um his him getting kicked out of Bullet Club. And you know, Carl Anderson is his OG, so him attacking him and you know what I'm saying was kind of like that nail in the coffin type shit. Um what else we had? Uh we had um Taichi versus um Taka Shingo Takagi in a like an Iron Man type match, but it was like for every like say if I pin you and he counts like one, two, three, four, you get four points, right? Wait, what? It's very interesting. So say if I, it's kind of like wrestling, like wrestling takedowns mixed yeah. with like actual professional wrestling pins and shit. It's like a two, three out of like two out of three falls match. But you kind of continue to call but you count the every, count. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. Oh it's very interesting. I'm a, I'm a I'll show it to you another time, but they had that. Um and you had like some six man matches, but the the main joints we're going to talk about that had the implications for Forbidden Door. We had Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Hiroki Goto. Whoever won that match faced off faced against John Moxley for the interim AEW World Championship at Forbidden Door, and which was a good ass match because the two you know what I'm saying New Japan vets, um, Hiroki not Hiroki Goto Hiroshi Tanahashi won the match and is going off to face John Moxley. Like I predict, I, that's what I was trying to say. This has been building up for a long time. He's been calling him out. Yeah, he's been calling. He was like, "I've been going, I've been going head hunting in um, New Japan for a while," and he, well, he said, "Big game hunting or some shit like that." And he's been looking for Tanahashi, and Tanahashi kind of been ducking him. So now he don't got no reason to duck Moxley now, because now they both meet through the tournament or whatever of that nature. His number one contendership, but beating Kyle O'Reilly. And him beating Goto, now they have it's no way you can you and for that belt, it's up. It's right, up. Right, right. So you can't Roxy, like you can't run now. Mm. I got you now. Now I'm interested to see it because it's very rare you see Hiroshi Tanahashi in a uh, a very non-traditional match. Is this in the States? Forbidden door in the States? Yeah, it's in it's in Chicago, if I'm not mistaken, right? Oh, in, I believe in, so. the United Center. Yeah, yeah so interesting. Mox, last time I seen like hot Tanahashi in a non-traditional type match was when he was facing off having matches with Kenny Omega. They was originally supposed to have like a ladder match, it was going to be like the first ladder match in New Japan history. But I think Tanahashi had got injured or some shit like that. But then they and you know what I'm saying? He's he just having more outside the box type matches with Kenny. But with Moxley, it's gonna be crazy. Oh my god, but Moxley can also go in the ring. 
And when he goes to New Japan, he's we've seen when Moxley goes to New Japan since his first New Japan match, it's a different animal that he's, you get he's over there. Savage, but I'm a wrestler, but I'm a fuck you up still. I'm a wrestler. I'm we gonna have a wrestler. He be, on, he be trying to be on his like Stan Hansen type shit out there. I still remember what he did to Juice Robinson. Right, bro. But him versus Tanahashi is gonna be dope because I think anybody looking for a a a, a what are them New Japan classics. You got it wrong. You got Moxley in Chicago versus Tanahashi, a nigga he been wanting to put his paws on. Mm. And I tell you, Moxley winning the title. You know Moxley winning the title. Yeah, we're gonna get Moxley. But he's that's gonna be a oh I can't wait to see that match. But um also we had uh implications for the um match. Like I said, Hangman called out Okada, and Okada had to face Jay White. For the title great match jay white is just had a showcase of just being an asshole throughout the whole match and shit like that just real hill shit the reason why he's if not some people argue the best hill but he's definitely in that top three you know what I'm saying it probably top two discussion for real for real as best hills in the game you know what I'm saying? but that promo he cut after that was like wow he, he does that bombs and shit he does that in a lot So he wins the match, beats Okada. Now, mind you, Okada's been talking about he just had a he just had a baby. He's about to go on vacation. That's really why he dropped the title. But he's going off to go, you know what I'm saying, beat Pops. And Jay White goes on to face Hangman Page. He was talking his shit in the promo saying after he won the match and shit and little press conference and saying, like, yo, pretty much in a nutshell, saying, yo, without me being Kenny Omega. That nigga won the uh he wouldn't be he, no he wouldn't stay, he wouldn't be no AW. He wouldn't have ran. He wouldn't have ran. How he was tying all that shit to him. All of yo, fire. like whoo. He put he said he said Daniel Bryan's return, Sam Punk, Adam Cole would have still been wasting away in NXT. Some of the best like, matches dog, that went on the past three years. And then when he got to Omega and he started cooking Omega. Omega. He was cooking Omega pretty much the whole time. Yeah, and bro. But the thing is, I got a theory. Enough for that, because even Omega said he wants to face this Jay White. He wants this Jay White, not the Jay White that he faced back in the day. He wants this Jay White. Bro, Omega Jay White don't got nothing for Forbidden Door, right? As of now, he doesn't have anything. Well, he pretty much said, "Hey, Red Page, I'm already owing. I'm already two and zero against your ass. So there's no real reason What's why up? I should be facing you for real, for real. So." I personally still think the match is going to happen, but Omega's you know. pulling up. Omega is pulling up at the end of that match. Ooh, yeah. He's pulling up at the end of that match. Book it, sign it, seal it, deliver it. Lostradamus, Omega is pulling up. And plus, Tony Kokan um, put out, he, he put out a tweet. What, what you call him? Kokan. Kokan. But he put out a tweet Kokan. saying that he's excited for everybody. That's returning in the next couple of weeks. Oh. So, like, I'm thinking Kenny because a lot of people don't even like. He been out the longest. Outside of oh, damn, everybody. Days, my nigga. Shout out to the person that keeps up the uh, missing Kenny Omega days on Twitter. Ari, I'm telling you, he's pulling up somehow, some way. He's pulling up on Jay. Video package, bro. Like, I need that man. Kenny, he's where are you? 
because he's not going to go for Hangman yet, right? Because they have to do Elite versus Super Elite, right? They have to do that. Which is weird because, I mean, it's kinda, it felt like it was kind of like in the in the writing that Jay White was going to win that shit, in a sense, because every little promo package that they have for Forbidden Door, it starts with Jay White saying, the, what do you say, the undisputed Bullet Club Elite. And he fucks with Cole. Remember when he, he helped Cole? Right. Oh, yeah. So... Ooh, I, don't, I don't know. You know, Hangman and, Cole, Hangman and Cole still got their beef. And Cole and Omega still got to get into their beef. But Cole is injured, I believe. I believe. I think they just had him give rest after the um, pay-per-view. That's why he didn't. Nah, they were saying he was pretty been banged up for a while. Like, oh, he might, he might There's be. so much for Omega to do when he comes but, back. Uh, we need some change. He'll be good. Nah, they say he's been banged up before the Owen Hart. Oh, damn. There's so much for Omega to do when he get back. I can't wait, dog. I can't wait, man. The, the prodigal son returns. I hate to say it, but I drive Mr. Nigga. I me bet. too. Yo, I'm oh, the biggest oh, Kenny hater here. Like, it's nothing really drawing me. I tried to, to wait, tell Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. I missed that nigga. Hold up. If you got hate to say, Kenny, don't touch me. <laughs> Ain't John Cena coming back to Raw tonight? Nah, Uh, next Monday. I thought he'd come back to SmackDown. Mm. Oh, he was right as well. Thanks, SmackDown. Y'all see that clip I he put, put up, up on Theory? I seen the YouTube. I just didn't see the journey. But, um, but yeah, dog. So, um, Kenny, we miss we you. Got, we got Jay White versus Hangman pretty much going off of Forbidden Door. We got Tanahashi versus Moxley. We got um, Will Ospreay beating Sonata for the um, IWGP US title. Another really good match, yo. I'm not even going to hold you. That was a real good match. The I, I give my hate to uh, Will Osprey, but he still can have a really good fucking match. Um, but the crazy thing about that match was he wasn't he wasn't able to be rewarded the title because Juice Robinson never gave up the title. He never relinquished that. Never relinquished the title. So Slick it's the current storyline currently going that New Japan just keep fucking over Will Osprey in the most random and fucked up ways, and this just adds on to the list. So it's kind of interesting where it goes from here with this shit. Like if Juve Robinson kind of enters himself back into the, like whenever you know what I'm saying he comes back and then him and Will Osprey face or whatever the nature it is. But yeah, I think they might keep it with. Um, I'm interested. They might keep it with Juice because they gave it to him in the first place when he when he joined um, when he joined uh, Bullet Club. So I'll be interested to see what they do with that. What's good, Bobby? Uh, the dream match, we're getting the dream match at Forbidden Door, potentially. The dream match that I've been waiting for for damn near like six, seven years. Cruiserweight Classic, we've been waiting for this. But nah, bro. You know I've been waiting for this for minutes. Zach, Zach Sabre Jr. calls out Daniel Bryan during his press conference. Or Bryan this is, Daniel. This is the second call out, actually. When was the first? The first one was during the New Japan Cup. I think during like around March. Where he after he faced um Shingo Takagi, he was like, I just beat because Shingo Takagi um monikers the dragon. And he was like, I just oh. beat this dragon. Now I want, I'm now I'm ready for the American dragon. And that's but he wasn't I'm, in AW then. He was well, no, he was. He was. He was. You already been there a year? Not quite. He's been there for some months now. But this I think this is around the time he was uh he left WWE okay. for sure though. She was a free agent. But long story short. This is the second call out. Now, hopefully Daniel Bryan is ready to go because 
I need all systems yeah, go for this match. Him and Zach Sabre show is literally I'm dead. I like, bro, I've literally been waiting for this match. For it's a mirror match. Years, bro. Like fucking years. And they wrestled before, but Zach Zaber Jr. was a pup. He was, he was a this baby. Like, eight. You know what I'm saying? So seeing this day, oh man, I, you got my money. You got my money. They're gonna tear really it. I really would pay for that shit. Dead ass. If that match is on the card, that's that's worthy of the price of admission. I'm dead ass, bro. I would, man, please give me that one, Tony. I man, I got I got you with a. I know somebody that knows somebody that can get you what you need to get that match going. Fact, yo, get 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 somebody that can get them like an eight ball, shave it off the top, if anything. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Not even stepped on my boy, but neither him <laughs> or I need that. Yo. Uh, what other judgment I was talking about? Oh, we had Tomatonga versus um Carl Anderson, which was a really good match. Um Carl Anderson won. It was pretty like the battle of the stun guns, you know. Open so, weight title. Yeah, end of the match. Um, Doc Gallows inter- tries to interfere. And um, while, because right before, Tom was setting Carl Anderson up for the gun stun. But Doc Gallows came in and he ended up hitting him with the shit. And then right oh, after he yeah. turned around, Carl Anderson, bomb, hit him with the motherfucker. One, two, three. Can you explain the um, open weight title for me? Because it's, it's it never open weight. What, what is that? It's pretty self-explanatory. It's pretty much any anybody from any weight class can challenge for this title. So it's a mid-card title. It could be. It's kind of like the X division. Anybody can hold the title. A, a heavyweight person, a, a, a junior heavyweight. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, old, young, whatever. Anybody can challenge for this title. There's no real limitations. Did I say that wrong? It's kind of like the X division. Yeah, it's it is in a sense because X division didn't have a. Weight limit to it. It was just a lot of cruiserweight niggas that was wrestling for it. Also, also probably sidebar, but WWE definitely dropped the ball when they should have let William Gacy, wherever the Joe Gacy guy. Joe Gacy. Joe Gacy. I said William Gacy. Who's William Gacy? Ain't he a murderer? Oh no. no yeah. John Wayne Gacy. That's what John, John Wayne Gacy. Um, but yeah, they should have let him do the whatever gimmick he got. I forgot what it is. Like, it's it's a it's a it's a it's of great value. Uh, Bray Wyatt type shit. Whatever his gimmick was, I guess it was like uh, I forgot what the fuck. I, I don't watch it. Next oh, you talking about the um the all equal the all equal equality yeah, shit? the all equality weight championship. He, he quality the all, the all equality championship. I know. I think you need talking about the all inclusive championship. That's what it's called. They should have did that. Changed the cruiserweight title to that. Imagine the that matches. But they don't want to do intergender matches because that they scared to do that. So we probably know, never going to see that but, shit, bro. Because I really do want to see intergender matches in WWE for real, for real. And it's Wingo in WWE that I want to do intergender matches. But anyways, back to what we were saying, though. Um, yeah, Will Ospreay, I'm interested to see if he's going to have any implications going into um, Forbidden Door with him showing up at um, AEW. I don't know if that was the only time we're going to see him at AEW. Hopefully we see him at um, Forbidden Door. That'll be a um, good ticket seller, even though he's a bitch-ass nigga. Um, oh, yo, yo, whoa. Why you got smoke for Will like that? Bro, bro. Bro, you can't copy the ghost, bro. You know what I'm saying? Find your own, find your own shit. I think I think it's time for a wave, man. You gotta yeah. relax. Man, I'm relaxed. You gotta chill, B. I'm, trust me. You gotta wrap that I'm shit up, B. High, bro, I'm relaxed. You gotta wrap that. You gotta wrap that gavel up, B. <laughs> but get into the first wave of the day, man. 
Let's see where we're going. I'm going to pull my shit up. Reconnect. Think about a place Umi says. That's crazy. I was was a uh, person who album I did listen to over the weekend is Umi. A uh, very good album. Probably should listen to it. Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, no, it really is good, though. It really is good. Um, But the record I am going to play is from my boy Shelly, a.k.a. Well, FK. New record out right now called Chocolate Covered Strawberries. Yeah, boy, you already know them albums, them albums. Add this to the playlist. But yeah, Chocolate Covered Strawberries by Drum, man. Hopefully he's he's gearing up for a new um, album, man, because I need some new tunes, man. I need some new tunes. Tune. Tunes for your head top. Oh, not to it. Sending chocolate kisses your way. Sending strawberries back to me. Chocolate covered strawberries, baby. This is so far gone from uh, Cha Cha. So far gone from that. Each and every way, I'll prove it to you. If you come and stay, boy got some pipes. Pipes. Sending chocolate kisses your way. Sending strawberries back to me. Chocolate covered strawberries, baby. Honey, sweet thing. Sending chocolate kisses your way. Sending strawberries back to me. Chocolate covered strawberries, Open your heart, I'll walk through the door Show you some things you never felt before And after we're done, we'll do it some more In the bed, on the couch, in the floor Cause you do it for me, girl Each and every way I'm got some pipes, though. Sweet 
Boy, just set the mood. Goddamn. Just so you know. Which one? The song. Yeah, bro. My boys dropped the drum name and said I'm going back to my, my roots. I like it, dog. This shit is a mood setter. Mama's eyes a singer now. Mood? That's a mood setter for real. Yeah, that's a vibe right there for real, bro. But um, damn, this shit is like so in the way. It's so ugly. Back the computer up. Ah oh, man, you want to get into this? Uh... Oh, actually, real quick, because the game is going on right now. Let's give a quick update. Oh yes, sir. Thirty uh, motherfucking warriors are got thirty to eighteen. Start going into the second quarter. Oh my god, they're up. Oh no. Yeah, about twelve of them things. Yes, the Warriors, sir. man. <sighs> Did you watch the game Saturday? Yeah. Fam. He him. He him. I told you, bro. What did I say? What did I say? Wardell. I told you. I said it was going to be split in Boston. They wasn't going to let them get two games in Boston, bro. You did say that because I did say, yo, we're going to come back next pod and I'm going to be like, yo, they're up 3-1. Nope. No, sir. This is going to be a good series, man. Like niggas, like Kobe at this point is like, yo, bro, please stop texting me and finish the shit. Fucking nigga. texting me. Like, please, bro. I got minutes up here. <laughs> you see Kobe doing the uh he doing the, the picture like he like this like, from heaven. He like this. Yo, you know how yo, you know my heaven bills right now? Like <laughs> yo, you know RIP in the group, man. Like you know, but I think Boston, if they lose this game, I think they'll bounce <laughs> back in game six. And I, I think this is going to go seven. This will go seven without a doubt. I would like for it, too. I really would like for it, too. I mean, it's been so the, the more exciting series. It's been so seesaw that I think it'll go it, with it'll go seven. I think it'll definitely go seven. But I ain't going to lie the way Curry's been going, bro. If he just get one game above, like, Two games, of, man. Yeah, he had. What do you mean? He had forty of them things. You cannot, bro. T Mac, T Mac said before game four. Tracy. You mean Tracy? Yeah, tr- Tracy. Yo, it was a fan that said, "Yo, you ain't T Mac no more. You Tracy. You Tracy. Oh, so you know what I'm about to say? It's like I'm talking like Charles Barkley off spite of fucking Space Jam type shit, bro." So you know he was going at Steph. He was like, "Oh, Steph isn't where McGregor, where uh, Jordan and Kobe are at." Yes, he said yes. some shit like that. Yeah. And by the end of Game Five, he broke a record or he had a stat that the only two niggas that had it was Jordan and LeBron. 
You know, he dropped that 43 on them boys and was like, you know, fucked up eye. Motherfuckers are saying, and I don't believe it, but I mean, I'll subscribe to it, but it's like, yo, even if this motherfucker lose, he damn it, should still get MVP. Well, uh, the story, the story of um, game four uh, was this picture right here. Where, where, where's my nigga Dell? Oh, oh, with because is that a friend? I guess that's I don't know. That's that's the dude who got his wife now, ex-wife. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I mean, that ain't our business, but you know this NBA media gonna make shit out of. They everything. did that shit on purpose. He was like, "Oh, bitch, you gonna embarrass me." With this, I mean, one? she probably she probably like give like the, the, the schmabby loppy. She probably leave him looking like Bieber. She's not a bad looking white woman Shout for her age. You know? Shout out to the plugs, man, worldwide. Plugs All the plugs, bro. Plugs we meet. All the plugs we, we meet, meet, man. Speaking of basketball, basketball, which a movie I fucking love. Yo. Oh, Yo, what's up, Gino? What's going uh, on, fellas? How y'all doing, man? I'm glad bro. I was able to make it to the podcast. Yo, just Yo. Today, we're talking. Uh, we're talking Celtics. Uh, war nah, we're talking interracial dating potentially. Oh, dating. Whoa, whoa, potentially. Whoa, whoa. I don't even eat Oreos, bro. What are we doing here? I'm not an Orioles fan either. You know, it's a white oh, inside yeah. on the Oreo. That's like one of the best black-white combinations ever. Listen, the only black-white combination that we accept is J. Cole. And Derek Jeter. And Derek Jeter. Nah, I'm a Mets fan. Fuck Derek Jeter. All jokes aside, no, like, it's serious. It doesn't matter who you fall in love with or who you sleep with. My preferences are my preference. Your preferences are your preference. I'm going to judge you no matter what. Everyone's going to judge you no matter what, according to their own individual standard. And it doesn't matter at the end. Hi, Umar. What you think of the series? What series? The finals. <laughs> oh, the finals. Nah, you said we got interracial dating. That was. I'm talking about Dale Curry. Oh, it's a new series of interracial dating oh, on Netflix. Oh. <laughs> uh, the finals. Honestly, I I have a slight interest because it's <coughs> Curry's chance to get Finals MVP and solidify his legacy. In he's the eyes of him. others, not as far as actually what he needs to go. Honestly, he's accomplished enough where, mm -hmm. realistically, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. He'd reached that point. Without a doubt. Right. So, um, like, How Jason Tatum and all those guys in Boston, really this is a big chance for them to to mm -hmm. solidify. Like, they're the new, the new era mm -hmm. of Boston basketball. You Very know, true. you had... The high-performing Celtics of the 1960s with the greatest basketball player of all time, Bill Russell. Excuse me? 11 championships in 13 man. years. We're not doing this. G Gino, Gino 35, so I'm going to let him slide. Nah, 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 nah. Look, I'm very – I'm a big fan of you can't, you can't detract the history. You can only play against who you have available. If we're going to so say – Bill Russell played against plumbers. So did Jordan. What we no, said. he didn't. Yes, he did for a good Rutgers portion. A plumber? Now, for a good portion of the eighties, it was shitty players on the in the league. The Bulls was shit in the eighties. Yeah, I'm saying Jordan played the bulk of his career in the eighties. But anyway, I that's, not the point. that's not the point. That's not the point. That's not the point. 
I think Boston now, then you have like the um 80s Celtics where they're going back and forth with the Lakers. That and then you have the the 2000, the, the late the 2000s Celtics. <laughs> where so you have these errors where it's like, look, this is our chance to become this legacy team. We win here against all for a Hall of Fame caliber team. Well, Pierce did it. Pierce was he was one of them that did it. Right. Pierce is but Pierce is a first, he's a Hall of Famer. There's no doubt. If Paul Pierce didn't get stabbed, man, he, he got stabbed for the love of the game in my If he didn't get stabbed, Paul Pierce would have been a whole different, a whole different end. <laughs> the main streets of Pierce, man. I got stabbed for the love of the game. Like, yo, that's wild. Like, that's wild to say Paul Pierce was super nice. Like he was already becoming na- nasty and got stabbed. And like there's a good portion of his explosiveness that's gone. But he changed his game. And Paul Pierce again changed basketball. To yeah, Tony Parker will probably still be here if he didn't get shot. Tony Parker, real tall. Yeah, oh, what's this um, didn't he get shot in the club? Or was that the he other got hit in the bottle? No, that he was got hit in the eye with a bottle. I'm thinking the top was Drake and um Drake and Chris Brown. Cephalosha the one I think Cephalosha got shot in the arm or some shit like that. I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Tony, by the way, Tony Parker, as much as people like try to downplay the Celtics, Tony Parker is probably number number three, number four point guard of all time. He I has have, he got final MVP. MVP. He got finals MVP. He got something over Curry. That's a good point. He no, he has like like a lot of people try to play that Spurs team. Like that Spurs getting to the finals in general is hard. Man, that floater Winning. is a lot of people. I'm glad team. you brought up that Spurs team, Gino, because on Saturday there was a stat where the big three of Draymond, Clay, and Curry are one win away in the playoffs in to, the Spurs. to tie the Spurs' big three of yeah. wins in the playoffs. And the thing is, it's crazy when you think about the that Spurs team, how long it took Ugh. them to get that many wins. And they ain't even been together yeah, that like, long. Battles, man. They ain't even been together that long. But you got to remember, too, the West, the West isn't as dangerous as it was back in the day. Come on, it's, talk it's about it, bro. Many, it's been like that for the last two to three years, I, I would say. No, 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 I'll be real. A lot of people tried to downplay the East. Like, it was a real bad time to be in the East when LeBron was there in Miami. But people forget how really how good those East Coast teams really were. The Bulls, D Rose won an MVP. D Rose won that time. Won an MVP. before they um before they had when they had Pierce um Pierce Rondo Garnett, mm-hmm. you had the Nets who had um Deron Williams. Uh, what's this guy's name? Pierce Joe Garnett. Johnson. No, before they had Pierce and Garnett, Joe Joe Johnson. Oh, Lopez, Brooke Lopez, Brooke Lopez. Yep. You had um the Knicks. You had Melo, Melo, Chauncey Phillips. Every now, yo, we could have we could have won a chip in thirteen, dog. Hey man, that's how we talking about. That was that's a whole different thing. But what I'm saying is, like, you have these teams, our legacy teams. These are great. Great franchises and the Celtics. If they win, there's a chance right then and there to say like, "Yo, fuck you." Anyway, fuck the Knicks have fuck you, God damn it. We are the best team. We Boston. stay with our teams, nigga. You know where the KD go. We'll have a team in Buffalo no more. They you know where KD go. Good for you. Good for you with your hateration. Yeah, <laughs> our jerseys was better than y'all's anyway. If KD opt out, where, where you going? 
Oh, KD's not. Hopefully, hopefully, if they make a new team, they bring it back to Buffalo. I'm dead ass because they talking about making a new team. Buffalo. I, really they, the, the, two, the two places that are getting teams are Vegas. Vegas first. Seattle. Yeah. I think Seattle should be the first place you send that team. I mean, they had their chance, man. Shit. <laughs> nah, Gino, Gino, Vegas deserves a team over Seattle. Vegas nah. don't deserve a team. Nah. They got a lot of money over there. Seattle, yes, they do. No, nah, you got to get another team, man. Fuck it. Bring back the Braves, you heard? I think you forget Braves. how much money is already in Seattle as far as, like, this ain't great. Know, like, they got Seattle Supersonics, be real, Seattle Supersonics come back. That the jerseys, John Kemp going to be trying to pass weed around. Yeah. All of that, like. <laughs> Those poor Don't get go have that welcome backpack. The welcome backpack, yo. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Gary Payton going to try to re-up the Gary Payton strand. It's gonna it be- might make that nigga coach. Oh, Hold on, it Have, might be lit. Nah, go back to Seattle. Yeah, go back to Seattle. You've seen the Lakers coaching staff? They got Rasheed. Rasheed is an assistant coach. Darvin Ham is the head coach. So you got two winners as players, as coaches. How they're going to clash with Bron, I don't know. Man, Bron talking about going to goddamn Golden State, man. Oh, you seen the shop too? That nigga, that nigga is already getting his shit backpacked, ready. Like he started listening to short now. Like <laughs> he want to play with his son. He want to play with his son. You mm-hmm. can't fault him for that. Hey man, Gino, if, if, if Segundo, go, if you and Segundo are in the league, right, and Segundo is a better player than you, and you declining, ain't you gonna want to pull a move to play with him? Oh yeah, I play. I ride the bench for him, and I'll be able to coach him through games. Like yo, yeah, yeah. I, know, I, know, I, I, I peep all of that. I peep all of that, but man, that's some dope father shit. He, he gotta wait to see where he get drafted. He already talking. He talking about playing with Curry. He don't give a shit about his son right now. If his son get drafted by like the Hornets or by like like the fucking Knicks, if that nigga has to sit under a scope of Michael Jordan after having that stare down with him years ago, I cry. <laughs> he gonna make that nigga do like 70, 30, fucking 100 million suicides first day. Like your legs gonna be like Linguini. Oh my god. But nah, dog, like I said, man, um I'm interested with this fight. It's definitely it's definitely coming down to the it's definitely looking like I was telling Lowe's before, like if Curry gets a game ahead of them, man, it's gonna it's I think the Celtics I mean, Celtics gonna have a long hill to get climbed for real. For Playoff real. MVPs have been the refs. Yo, that shit would kill me. That's another thing that I find weird. Like how is Scott Foster still still cold? There's certain records like you need to look at as a as a commissioner where it's like, hey, hold on. This is this is an interesting stat. See what I'm saying? Like, let's move you out of this situation. Let's see what happens because it's looking like, real Tim Donaghy ish. Like, yo, stop playing. <laughs> it's, it's, it becomes a problem when you have players saying outright, like, no, I don't. It's not that this ref is bad at his job. I think he has an agenda. I think he doesn't like me and is trying to punish me somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. Or he has a game. He he bet on uh, on the other team. And he costing us the W on some Tim Donaghy shit. He just trying to make the parlay. You know what I mean? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He trying to hit that other leg. Hey, he's too too many assists. Hey, hey. He needs just two two more free throws to make. After that, that's fucking sick. Got it. Is a referee playing a parlay? Yo, that's that's wild to pray. You know what? 
New York opened up, so who knows what the fuck's going on? <laughs> Yo, New York betting had shown me how real New Yorkers are with betting because I talk to mad New Yorkers. Obviously, I'm from New York. Scott Frost he make his parlay. You'll hear how many people really be betting and gambling heavy. Like, yo, you got a chief. Nah, yo, I hey, yo, you bet on this game last night? Nah, yo, bro, I made fifty dollars. Smooth, I only bet a dollar. Niggas is betting whole houses on their parlays. Right, it was crazy at this in the city when this motherfucker was doing this shit, bro. But nah, man. Um, I just like to say, man, I just wanted to give a quick update on the game and shit, and see where y'all was at with the series right now. But we had a um, the main one of the main. You know what I'm saying? The topics we're going to talk about tonight was Rolling Stones and their 100, best, 100 greatest albums. You want to start with the bullshit. Yeah, man. So the biggest news to come out of this, getting to the meat and potatoes, was that Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy was ranked higher than albums like Illmatic and some other joints. I forgot what some of the other ones Cuban Links, Life After Death. Yeah, Life After Death and all of these nature albums. And obviously, we know as hip hop purists and all of that nature that that's not that's not feasible, you know. And we know the people up at Rolling Stone know goddamn better than doing this shit. But when you don't have, you know, what I'm saying the right people up there, this is the type of shit that happens. You know, what I'm saying we, so, we even get on complex for this type of shit. But what's your thoughts? All right, so I think off the bat, there's when you're talking about the top two hundred, right? There needs to be people representing as far as whoever is selecting this and we gotta understand this is a hundred percent subjective list Very this does not have to be what you hold as your top 200 and i think it's weird to have a top 200 albums because yeah, that's it's why they have too, that many people doing it because they're not, they're not going to go with one opinion they need different opinions right but i'm saying like to tell someone that, like essentially this list is saying hey if you want to find the best rap here goes roughly 210 hours of music to listen to that will satisfy us. I'm not going to take Rolling Stone word for it, though. They're right, but that's, publication. Right, that's the thing. But again, it's... They are a historic publication. That's why people are graving about it, though. No, I don't I don't consider Rolling... Like, you can't steal someone's culture and say you're a historic culture. A historic They're more culture. rock. If anything, they've They're marketed rock. more rock. Rock, rock and roll was built by black people. Oh well, yeah, Muddy Waters, Elvis Presley stole Muddy Waters flow. We heard the the um the song, right? The Beatles too. It goes the Rolling Stones, Rolling Stones, and it's like, look, if we listen to this stuff and we listen to these people, these are the people who are telling us, hey, when rap was in the eighties, it was less gang banging and stuff like that. When it became, when it's like, hey. We've seen the money Run DMC can make. Let's change the market. We're gonna tell. We're gonna make these these songs more, <laughs> and we're gonna purposely go and put our money into people who are glorifying this. We've seen with rock when rock gets censored, it makes billions. It makes us millions. We could do the same thing with rap right away. We don't even have to do the level where it's accepted already because we know it, this being created urbanly is going to spread rapidly. So when I see this list and it's like these people are picking Zanny music, mumble rap, and it's not to say that these people aren't they're, they're not rappers. These aren't these aren't artists. It's these people haven't even some of these people haven't put out their best albums. They didn't put the right 
albums on the list. Right? Like they put Kendrick on there, but they put Tipping of a Butterfly. They put Biggie on there, and they they put Ready to Die. They Ready put Dre. And wait, they wait, wait, even wait. put the I'll tell you right now. If I'm putting Biggie, the only album from Biggie I'm putting on any list is Ready to Die. Off the Strength, that's the only album he finished recording. He finished. Nah. He heard. Look, he Ready to Die been Life After Death. No, I didn't say it wasn't better, but I'm saying Life After Death. Biggie didn't get to do the tour. He didn't get to do any of the promo like he was supposed to for it. But music, focus on the music. I was it better than Life After Death. I personally choose it over over it. Really? I like Life After Death. I like Life After Death too. Life After Death is fire, but Ready to Die was one of those classic albums. Like I was, I was a kid in New York. When you Biggie, was outside for that. You was outside. Yeah, so I was, I was on the, I was in the playground for that. I want to say I was outside. So I, I was going to school, hearing it on the radio. You heard it passing cars. You going to the stores, you hear it. You going to the barbershop, you hear it. You oh go on the radio, God. you hear it. You go on the box, you hear it. Like it was Man. everywhere. Ooh, but, niggas don't remember um, the box. Can I just, can I just uh, say? I want to say the top twenty that they have real quick. From 20 to 1, um, we got Future at 20, uh, DS2, Little Kim Hardcore at 19, Mad Villain, Mad Villainy at 18, Kanye West Yeezus at 17, Cardi B, Invasion of Privacy at 16, Eric B and Rakim paid in full at 15. Uh, and I'm just going to go from there. You obviously know what numbers it is. Um, Ghostface Killer, Supreme Clientele, uh, Dre 2001, Clips Lord Willing, Drake Take Care, Top 10, um, Lauren Hill, uh, Miseducation, Low End Theory, Tribe Called Quest, Into the Wu-Tang, 36 Chambers, uh, Missy So Addictive, Missy Elliott at seven, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Yay at six, To Pimp a, Butterf to Pimp a, uh, to Pimp a Butterfly, Kendrick That's Lamar. the wrong Kendrick album. That's the wrong Kendrick album. Over Good Kid, Mad City, Ari? Come on. I personally think so, but that's not mad at it, but... I mean, the Good Kid, Mad City is 38. It won a Palypse. Oh. That was damn. It's 38. Chronic it is won a Nobel Peace Prize. You got uh, It Takes a Million to Hold Us Back, Public Enemy at four, Blueprint um, at three, Stankonia two, and Ready to Die at number one. Didn't you just say that Stankonia wasn't even the best Outcast album? They got Aqua Nem uh Aqua Aqua uh Aquamini. Aquamini. Aquamini at 27. I mean, I not my favorite. But some people love that album, but I'm not saying that's the number two album of all time, no. But it's what it, but they might go be going off sales and shit like that too. Um, Wait, hold on. I hold think on. this is a room they full of white people. Three. They have the drought three as an album. It's a mix. Sue, I'm with you, Sue. Okay, this this is not album. Album. If they say it's an album, it's an album. Let's it's not though, but it's not. It's never been considered an album. Yeah, yeah. See you pop up. Yo, we talking. We talking this Rolling Stone top two hundred list. I just gave off the um top forty, but if you've seen it, man, you know what the big hubbub has been so far, man. Like, and we was. I mean, the main thing we was gonna get into was like, if y'all could, like, if y'all could, what would be in y'all top ten albums of all time? I'm gonna let y'all go and I'll just do my last. Cool. That's my spot. I don't know if I have I'm gonna second last. Collaborate. We can all we all can throw some joints at which I consider should be in the top ten. Because if I all on me was not on this list. I just want to comment and say that this list is bullshit. Because I just started reading the list and I seen cupcake is on there. And all eyes on me is like what the fuck? Uh 29. Like, look 
forget this shit. All eyes on me right. is my number one on my list. Nah, Tupac don't even make my list. All right, oh, so check this out. Like so, a true New Yorker. So check this out. So you gotta think about like when the album dropped, the impact that the album had. All right, number Did two. It touched like a lot of motherfuckers. Longevity. Number ten for me. Little Wayne, the Carter two. Number ten. Number ten. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. You don't hear that's a fire that. album, and it's Wayne. That was Wayne's kickoff over the third, though. Yes, oh, it was better than the third. Better than the third. Ooh, that's a hot take. Third, third. Third. The third was the third was more of a commercial album. The second was more of a, a gritty. That was Wayne. That was mixtape Wayne's album. That third was like was, drought, drought three Wayne type shit. Yeah, the third one was Wayne was already done essentially with the drought series more or less. It was this is Wayne now. Like I'm super famous. I have all these rich rock star friends. Not about Wayne. Billionaires are paying me to do stuff for them just casually. I get paid. I'm. I'm touring nonstop. That was a it's slick it. little shot. That I caught that. There's an album. <laughs> Billionaires are paying me to do shit. <laughs> I see what you're doing. So, um, was, nigga? we got uh, number nine. Redman. That's my that's my name. 2000. That's his list. That's his list. Uh, yo, I don't care what anyone says. That's one of the best albums. Like as far as pure rap goes. Fire, fire! It was just nonstop. He had classic rap with like niggas like Keith Murray. He had shit with Busta, and he was like killing it. Like Busta was, and you know how Busta. This is this is prime form Busta, extinction extinction level event Busta. This is this is Busta where anything he features on, it's instant classic. And him and Redman, he shut it down, and they had one of the best beats of all time. That you hear nonstop whenever someone wants to kill a freestyle. Wild the fuck out. That's the beat you want. What's your number eight? Number eight, Jay Z, the Black Album. Either Jay Z's real low, or this ain't the only Jay Z album on your list. It's not the only Jay Z on the list. Got you. Got you. And the reason why I say the Black Album was because that was a. If that was going to be the last Jay Z album, that was a great way to go. You out. Just said that. You just what said I that. Tell you what I tell you. This nigga just said that shit last time too. Describe that album. I didn't even hear it. I didn't even hear him say that. But like yeah, that's, that's, the that's the best way to describe that album. Yeah. Bro. Like it was the production was well. It was a nice swan song with a lot of stuff. It was if you had listened to previous Jay Z albums, it was a nice wrap up to a lot of themes he was throwing out. Kingdom Come when it came out, while it was eh, it was good, it was more flashy. That's when Jay Z completely transitioned from drug rap to now I'm Mongol rap. I'm rapping about art I'm buying, I'm rapping about buildings I'm doing, I'm rapping about expanding my brand and enterprise. And kind of like the Black Album was the last of track Jay Z. That was the end of the pipe dream in so many words. Hmm. Number seven, Ready to Die. I don't need to talk about that. You, you hit it on the head. Actually, no, let me take that back. Let me take that back. Number Ready to Die is number six. Number seven, DMX, is dark as hell. Here we go. I got that on my list, so I'm not mad at you. I it's a lot of East Coast bias in this. I'm joking. Wait, wait, hold on. I didn't finish. I'm joking. I'm joking. I didn't finish. There's some West Coast. Yeah, where's the E40 at? 
Oh, E40. Nah. E40. He's number 11 on the list. Number 12, he's down I there. Know, I know for one he's West Coast album I'm looking for, but I'll be interested to see if, if it pops up on here. There's a 3-6 Mafia album. Oh, damn. There you go, Jared. Yeah. Jared. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, it had, it had one of the greatest intros of all time because 3-6 Mafia what they did on that intro was that they mixed all of their greatest hits into that intro. And I'll never forget when I put that CD in, I was sitting down, I was in the Marine Corps, I'm chilling. And I was telling niggas for years, like, yo, niggas Ron know York, the song he talk about. Niggas bro. from New York fuck with 3-6 Mafia. And when that shit came on, and it was hey, like, nigga, bark, put the needle bark, on the record, nigga. Bark, bark. I was like, oh! Put the, put was the needle like, on the record, man. Well, it's the bug. It's shit. the bug. Slop on my knob. Black court. Oh, the club. Oh, the club. what album is that? Jared, what album is that? It's not the last to walk. It's the... Is it the last to walk? Nah. I think it's the last to walk. Most known unknowns. Yeah, most known unknowns. Oh, that yeah, that was a banger. That's the one that has stayed fly, riding spinners. So that was number six. Number five, David Banner, Mississippi, the album. Like the pill? David Banner, Mississippi, the album. One of the greatest albums I've ever heard. Like a I was just listening to that shit on the bike. David Banner, David Banner, like niggas. Mississippi, the album. Lando will tell you. Lando, shout out Mississippi. He'll tell you. Super tough. Super tough. One of my favorite albums of all time. We get into the nitty gritty now. Yo, all right. So, David Banner, number five. Number four, the Pretty Tony album. Let's go! Yeah, that was hold on. That shit got biscuits. That got uh, never was the same again. Uh, what's my other? Shit? Pre- that no, got, that's, that's supreme. That's supreme. Push, push. push. With over over supreme. Yes, oh, I like it. Listen, listen. I got, that that album was right? different. That album was different to me. Listen. Run that was, that was listen, listen, listen. Come on. So that was what number four, right? Yeah. Number no, that was that four. Yeah, that was four. Number three, Wu Tang Clang, to Thirty Six Chambers. Uh, come on, I like it. I like it. Number like two. It. This album, I know, is gonna. A lot of niggas gonna be like, oh shit, uh nah, I don't know. Method Man, Red Man, Blackout. One of the greatest albums I've ever heard. Bro. I'm mad them niggas ain't make rock wild the longer. Yo, that shit, yo, that album had nothing but bangers on it. The production. I gotta album. go back to that. Was that the one that had um tear the roof off? Yep. Ooh. That was the one where it had four MCs. That was they were just wilding Ooh. on that. Shit, no, 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 no. I got a double back to that. That had um serial killer on it too. Like nah, see, the, the, you were unlocking like d- damn. They ruined it when they put out a sequel for it, though. And of course, number one, Jay-Z, 
the best album Jay-Z ever put out, in my opinion. Say, go ahead. Talk. Go ahead. I, I don't hear volume two. I don't hear volume two. Nah, the blueprint. He said blueprint, my nigga. Now, this is the whole reason why. The whole reason why isn't because of how I feel that album was like a complete great Jay-Z album. I don't even think that's Jay-Z's greatest album per se. But you cannot ignore the impact and how much it changed how rap was perceived. Not just in New York, but all around. That whole beef with Nas. Yeah. Changed the way rap that shit was littered with Nas this this shots and shit. Changed the way rap beef was handled from that point on. The way the, the way it was like, yo, I'm gonna just crush this nigga. I'm a list and name niggas. I'm not hiding beef. I'm calling niggas out. Then then I remember like a lot of niggas don't know this. If you were in New York at the time, Jay-Z dropped that shit. Nas dropped on what was it? H to the Omo. Huh? H to the Omo. No, no, no. There was something else he dropped that Jay-Z responded to right away. Super ugly. Got yourself a gun. Got yourself a gun. Got yourself a gun. Got yourself a gun. Yo, and the thing was, if you were in New York, he dropped, got yourself a gun, dropped. The next day, super ugly dropped. Woke up this morning. Like a lot of niggas, if you weren't in New York, you never, you didn't hear it on the radio when he just came out and dropped that shit. The Hot 97 mixtape had that shit on it right away. Didn't like Jay Z. Mom had to be like, "Yo, chill on him, relax on him." And after it took months after for Jake for Nas to reply with Ether. That's why when Ether came out, everyone outside of New York were like, "Yo, this nigga kind of killed them." But a lot of niggas in New York were like, "Yo, this is is all right, Jay. What you gonna do to reply?" Jay at that point was already like, "I'm already kind of pivoting. I'm doing other shit now." So the whole the whole beef didn't really get its full its full value. They still had was still sending shots to each other, but wasn't that level because Jay Z, you know Jay Z, Jay Z plays the game like, look, I'm gonna try and shut your way down. He played chess. He played chess. But this um, was this was fun, man. This was that was fun. This was fun. So that's my top ten. Now it fluctuates. I'm not saying that top ten is a solid list. It's times where it's like you know I'm in this mood, so these. There's more most deaf this top living there that's sneaking in like five and six. But David Bannon, I'm getting off that list. Wu-Tang, Which one do you niggas want to go next? This um, top this rap albums? Yeah. yeah. Also, Drake okay. don't do rap, he's an RB. Jerry, we're gonna keep you on for the RB group debate later on, yeah. too. So Just um hit me back up. Go, George. I know mine's, mine's not gonna be in order. I know, Ooh, I know yeah. mine's not gonna be in order. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do mine now, and then I'm gonna go because I'm tired. <laughs> he said, "Just hit me." <laughs> he, he, he already did the, uh, he did the list already too. I peeped, I peeped George the post, and I, I want, before you go, let me know who your, um, who your, your, your winner was. Oh, tell me about the, the Man, RB, RB list. But, I drew here. I ain't mad. But, at that. Nigga, high as shit. Yo, Jerry, how many edibles you took? I ain't taking none. Um, I've been up since four this morning. We did inventory. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> oh, he got some pieces. He got some pieces. I put I you down, like, you know put you down right. as a reference on my Nike application. For sure. Here, you, know, you see a 716 area code. <laughs> at your door. Ah, look at this I, I got some. I got. I got some pieces today. 
I got some pieces the other day too. But anyway, uh, top ten rap albums. Now I'm a little different. I ain't gonna go in order. I'm gonna give y'all ten of my what I think is top rap albums. So, oh, my word in that particular. Wait, no, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Carter two. I'm going. Project Pat, Mister Don't Play. Mm. Talk to me, nice. I'm going. Not Project Pat fan, but I, I respect it. I'm going. That's a very special uh, album, bro. Yeah, you should listen to it. It's very amazing. Nah, uh, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> this is very amazing. Down South Memphis shit. Uh, nah, I'm going with. Of course, you know to listen to it when we link up. Daisy Blueprint. I'm going. That's three. I'm going. Good Kid, Mad City. Yes. I'm going. Dre. Chronic. I'm going. That's five. I'm going Outcast, the Love Box speaker, whatever that joint. The Love Below speaker box. The, yeah, the Love Below speaker you box. You know the one, the one that Ari don't like. I never seen real. Like that. Just I'm going that one. I'm going that one because Big Boy went crazy. Big Boy went crazy. The projection. I think Andre went crazy on his side. Andre did go crazy. Andre was crazy on Love Below. That was needed for Big Boy because Big Boy keep was getting looked at as a, a, a legitimate MC, so he needed. Nah, that. I'll tell you right now, Who's Just Left Foot is one of the best albums I've ever heard. Boy, that is a fire album. The son of Chico Dusty. All right, so these these go last on. three, these last three, I'm kind of going just off impact when they hit. So I'm going Thug Motivation. Mm, I felt you were going to be here somewhere somehow. Gonna be on mine. I'm going get rich or die trying. That's what I'm at eight. I'm at eight. Nine. I'm at nine. Yeah. Okay. The last one. Fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> Let's just do let's just something that spark gangster rap. Let's go straight out of Compton, bro. NWA. I ain't mad at that. I, mad I was mad just listening to that hoe this morning. You know what's funny? One If we're talking about impact deserves an honorable mention, Mike Jones, who is Mike Jones, the chopped and screw version. Oh that my god, bro. Let me tell you when that when that first dropped, bro. And the chopping screw, like it wasn't like if you weren't in Houston, you really didn't know about it. You kind of, we kind of knew about it here in Memphis, but it wasn't like it's heavy. But like when that shit dropped, and it, nigga be repeating that hoe and repeating that hoe. Hey, Jared, what's your honorable hey. mention? Honorable mention. Oh my gosh, let's go with let's go with Juvenile 400 Degrees. Ooh, I do have hot, a Hot Boys album on my list too. Shit, I only got one. <laughs> uh, of a member of the Hot Boys. <laughs> That's not Lil Wayne. Nah, bro. I mean, not nah, juvenile. 
Like I'm, I'm surprised. I honestly was expecting a little bit more uh, Memphis. I was expecting some like three all. No, okay, so check no, this I, out. I didn't hear that. I didn't hear. I was yeah, surprised. I was surprised. I'm on my list, and maybe it's because I remember like three six. I was in Cali bumping them, wilding the fuck out, hitting See? parties and shit. Like that was a music. That album, I have so much memories attached to. It. So. The most known unknowns is probably my favorite three six album, but the rest of the joints, they all just sound they sound like the same thing. Like it's one big album spread across six albums, bro. But three six mafia got like yeah, it's still but but I took instead of picking the three six album, I took the best. Singles album out of all of them, and Project Pet was the one. I you know what? Too, I, I wish was a legit album, but was more of a mixtape because it would definitely. If it was an album, it would be number. It would be on my list. Olds to Oscars, one of the best Juicy J shits I've ever heard. Oh, Blue Dreaming Lane, Blue Dreaming Lane Three is probably. That's fine, but I don't one. think it beats Olds to Oscars. That was, the, that was the one, but that was the fucking with you. Um. <laughs> Oh man, Oz and Yeah, I, I love Oz and Oxen. I'm not gonna lie to you. That nigga was Juicy J probably reinvented himself the oh, best man. out of any old nigga. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fucking with Wiz, fucking with Wiz and um Lex Luger and them. And um, well, we, uh, he, he did his production game. His production game got him in a lot of rooms too, bro. That production got him yeah. in a lot of rooms. That got him Katy Perry looks and you know what I'm saying his credits crazy. That Emmy, that, the, that Oscar, that both, Oscar really got them. Both of them niggas' credits is crazy. We, and then he started doing them. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we had to go solo. We are stated on this podcast, stated we are literally waiting for this Freddie Gibbs album because we want to hear the DJ Paul beats. Yeah. <laughs> now the beats that Benny put, never mind. Well, right, so who's next on? Who's next to drop their list? Oh, I, so I'll drop. Oh, so you want? So you want to go last, or should I go last? Oh, well, Ari didn't go. No, Lowe's ready. I can go out there. All right. All right. Um, mm-hmm. number 10, good kid Mass City. That's that's the only Kendrick album. Oh, Jared, be easy, bro. Hey man, I just came up pretty, man. Tell y'all, man, keep doing y'all thing, keep doing all y'all man. Good Congratulations, show, bro. bro. Hey, thank you, Jared. Thank you, thank you. I really just came up here and say congratulations. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it, man. We had just got through recording. I'm like, let me get up here real quick. Listen, do me a favor. Tell Eric Jenkins he's a fucking casual. He showed just <laughs> he showed commenting on the on the pod. I know, like, I, know. I, know. I, know. I, I see the comment. Comment. I see the comment. Comment. my boy Jenkins, man. <laughs> let him know. Let him know. I got you, bro. Tell Malik, stop ducking the smoke and pull up. <laughs> Yo, we gotta have, we gotta have a UFC talk. Me, him, Corey, Malik. Well, I can oh, really I just Corey, too, man, for real. <laughs> we gotta get Corey on here too, man. He ain't been yeah, on GYBO. Corey, Corey need to come on here so I can ca- attack him on my platform. I'll be on this platform. <laughs> 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 I, I'll, I'll send the message, okay? Y'all there you go, Malik and Corey. Malik don't want the smoke. Malik get the smoke no matter what. I'll call Malik in real time and talk shit to him. Gerard, be easy, man. Appreciate yeah, you. Y'all be easy, bro, man. Love y'all, bro. Right, Happy you, early bro. Father's Day. Appreciate it. Right, Appreciate y'all. All righty, bro.
All right, so Good Kid, Mad City was my number 10 for obvious reasons. That is the magnum opus. That, that That's the when the prodigal son, was, he popped up. Stop playing. No, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. I'm going to say this. I wouldn't call his magnum opus because he doesn't consider it that. That's all. Yes, he does. <laughs> I don't think so. Quiet because he quiet because he know I'm right. This one. <laughs> we let Gino slide with that doxter name. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> Yo, I'm letting y'all rock me. I'm not saying nothing. Number nine, dark and hell is hot. That shit was. You want to talk about after Biggie and Pac died, like. The, the game needed that album at that time. Kendrick Kendrick has said that he considers his Magnus opus his magnum opus to be to pimp a butterfly. That's bullshit. How? <laughs> hey, I'm good at Sorry, and you know I love that album. You know I love that album. That said bullshit. You know I love that album. <laughs> Yo, what are you talking about? Um, number eight, um, we gonna do 36 Chambers, Wu-Tang. I mean, that, again, culture shifter, spawned careers. I mean, come on, what more can you say? The series, it it, it has new life now because of the Hulu series, I feel like. Mm -hmm. uh, number seven, Midnight Marauders, mm -hmm. Tribe Called Quest. Um, if you were to tell me to pick between now, mind you, I got into Tribe Call Quest kind of late. Mm -hmm. I mean, we this documented here on this pod. I, did, I got into like round we, like high school. Week for that. Yeah. Hey man, look, I, I want to shoot them up, and they didn't give me shoot them up, but you don't always gotta listen to shoot them up. So you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You would ask me to pick between low end theory, midnight marauders. I'm gonna pick midnight marauders. I Every time, I feel like that's the more like that's them at another stage of rap and such like that. But I mean, it's it, it, you can't be you can't be wrong in either choice. To be honest, I'm not you can't. Now he and, can. I, and I popped pretty big when they played rhythm from Midnight Marauders on the new Bel Air. I was like, "Why they're playing this shit?" Uh, number six, Doggy Style. Thank you. Uh, again, culture shift. Doggy style introduced the G Funk shit, you know that the Chronic, which I have at number five. You know what I mean it ushered that sound in as well? Uh, number the nigga who was rapping the shit in that shit. Do you think the Chronic was like okay? So you know how Watch the Throne is. You think the Chronic was like that with Snoop and Dre? With a few other yeah. with a few other guests around there too, because you know those other people that was on that verses and writing and shit on there too. I mean, it was mainly Snoop, but like I think I think Daz and Krupp had some shit to do with that. If I'm not mistaken, Lady of Rage was in there, RBX was in there, DOC. Dark Fantasy, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. To date, it is my favorite Kanye album. Yeah. Um. Uh, College dropout. I said my favorite, not the best. No, I said college dropout, my favorite because of Spaceship. Spaceship's on there. That shit got me through a lot of shitty work days. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. On oh, yeah. the Yay Week, I played that. Yeah. Man. 
Number three, I'm gonna put on my my mark my mark hat on. I'm gonna look like Tony Khan. Number three, Fly God. Oh, I thought you were about to say WWE album, bro. <laughs> Fly God. Come on now, we talking about culture shifting, ushering sounds like niggas changed up they sound after Fly God. Let's be real here. I love Westside Gun, but you sure Rock Marciano didn't do that? But did it catch traction when he did it, or did it catch traction when they did it? Mm, come on now. Juicy me. Um, number two. If I'm gonna put a Hove album, I'm gonna put Blueprint. And number one, all eyes on me. No Tupac love. We know, but I like Tupac, so. And then my honorable mention is gonna be uh No Way Out, the Puffy album, the well, the Bad Boy Records album, No Way Out, but they was all on that shit. Nah, it's Puffy's album. Puffy and Friends. Right, but it was Puffy's Puffy got the awards. And oh, family before the family. No way out, and then uh life after death, I guess, would be the other honorable mention. Um, for me, man, um, like I said, no order. Start at 10. Um, college dropout, definitely on there. Um, just in like for my love of soul music and all of that, you know what I'm saying? Neo soul to be able to kind of get that ushered into the rap side for me in, in the in the in the vibe in the area where I was watching music. I wasn't like too underground during that time, but that was able to, you know what I'm saying, rise above the underground and hit a hit a kid like me and you know what I'm saying usher me into that world more so. Um after that, I'm going to throw, obviously, like I said, everybody said it, Enter the Wu-Tang has to be on here. That's just, that, as a complete album, it's mm -hmm. one of the best complete albums in rap, I believe. So you talk about sounds, you talk about verses, <coughs> we talk about the impact already, you know what I'm saying? But just the whole innovation is another thing, too, with that. Um, Cuban Links, just to follow with that, um, only built for Cuban Links. You talk about an album that, that felt like a movie. I never had an album that felt like a movie until I heard that. And Damn. Yeah. I missed that one. I should have put that one on my fucking list. Um, another one, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, just to swing it back to Kanye. So that was it. College Dropout, Enter the Woo, um, Cuban Links. Dark Fantasy. Twisted Fantasy. Um, Blueprint is on there. That's nice five. Um, Doggy Style is on there, same thing, just for my love of funk music and everything. Same way I said with soul music, Doggy Style did that for me for funk music. Um, and I'll just edge that over for Chronic for me, just for case it was just like, if you take Snoop away from the Chronic, does it still sound the same? Yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe I mean, it sounds the same. Yeah, thing. production wise, it does. No, production wise, it does too. But do we still get do we do still get do we still get nothing but a G thing? No. Do we assume that Snoop didn't help select beats as far as we don't we don't get what let me ride. I'm with you on that too. But I just feel like if you take him away from that, you don't get the same impact. But used to he still made his own impact with the album he made. You know what I'm saying? Mind you, I still don't like Snoop, and I'm saying this. Right, that's why like that's why I understand why he wasn't on your list. But like I said, we talk about impact and such like that. Well, not to be I like Doggy Style as a kid. Yeah. It's just there's certain, like, for example. um, That's my favorite I, Snoop album. When I was young, 
Yeah. Shock value, Eminem's Marshall Mathers was one of the greatest albums I heard. But I'm after crazy. I turned like 20, I'm listening, I went back and listened to it, and it was like, no. And then it when ages, I listened, it ages like shit. A lot of yeah. Eminem music aged like shit. And when I listened to, I remember listening, what was it, the album that came out in 2004? Eminem um, Show? The Eminem Show. That that album was good. I remember listening to it in 2004, being like, yo, this is a real good album. Mm-hmm. And listening to it in like 2008 and being like, besides the Obi Trice tracks, this is ass. Minus mm-hmm. like two two songs. And he tried to get, you know, he tried to get into a different bag. You got, he tried to get a little more introspective in that album. Right. Ooh, and it like, was, there's some good tracks on there, but it's like Eminem does not age well. Yeah, you know you're not going to find him on this list, to be honest with you guys. And like, it's, and the thing, know. the problem is like he, his fan base is very much in line with the Tech Nine fan base, where it's like he has a real like the juggalo as, fan base, right? As far as rappers go, he's not a bad rapper. As far as his ability, his skill set, he's a student. He definitely is a student of the game, right? He's it's his content where it's like he makes references to people. He has metaphors. He has analogies. No one's saying he doesn't have rap skill. It's his content doesn't have substance that carries along. It's like it's like looking at somebody like let's say um hmm, who's a good who's a who's a good wrestler to say is pretty wild in his his skill set. I was gonna say it's more like a thesaurus battle where it's like oh that's a good I like that. I like that. Thesaurus is not a bad battle rapper at all. Thesaurus can pretty much beat every battle rapper there is. Mm-hmm. And that's not that's not a shot. He has skill set to do so very much. He ain't beat Fresco. But the truth is, but the truth is, the problem with the Soros is, while he's a good battle rapper, he just doesn't have the substance in his battle rap to continue. No one's gonna listen to his stuff. Like he can rap about guns and stuff, and it'd be a fire bar, fire metaphor. But it's we know you don't shoot him. We know you don't bust him. You're you're not a bad guy. You're oh, a battle rapper because you have skill. Mm. You're not but, a battle rapper because you're hungry and this is the only the only thing for you. Does that make sense? I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I was I was a little bit little up, but not, I pick up what you're saying. I forgot we talk about Eminem for a second. Right. But, so when uh, we talk about Eminem on, on like anybody's list to me, it's always like if Eminem's there, I expect to hear a Tech Nine album. No, I mean, I can, see they, I can see if they got him on there on the skill aspects, shit like no, that. No, as far as a fast rapper, but as far as like they do a lot of horrorcore rap, Eminem does a lot of horrorcore rap within his raps. Yeah, but you can, but some people like the hip hop peers like to go to the sound bombing era and his freestyles. The and hat, like that. the hat that like, they, they like to, they like to go to those things and use those as catalysts. The reason why he should be, as I said, more so skill set things that see the why somebody would you know what i'm saying would he be on mine personally my top 10 no but um back to the journey like i said i had beautiful dark twisted fantasy i had college dropout i had enter the woo i had um uh, Cuba links um number five would be um mm food by um by uh mf doom i was about to say mad villain but if that just you talk about themes and you know what I'm saying? Just innovation of um joints like beef rap and fucking rap snitches and so many different songs on there that are just really dope and interesting. And once again, you talk about an impactful rapper in the sense of, you know what I'm saying, his raps. Like I can 
his debut, you can go from there. But that album specifically, I think as a solo artist, is still one of his standout joints. So I'll put that one on there. Um, and possibly, I mean, to follow with that one, I got to go number four with Mad Villainy. Because you talk about sonically, like him and what him and Mad Villain did together, still some of my favorite beats just to listen to and just do anywhere you want to rap to it, chill out to it, like smoke to it, ride to it. Like Mad that that album personally made me such a Mad Lib fan. And just seeing them two link together on that joint was definitely like underground rap, you know what I'm saying? Royalty. Like that was like some, like you said, watch the throne type shit. Like that was that, that felt like that for the underground, if in a sense, in a, in a, at least in a producer rapper sense. Um, my third um black album, I mean, once again, you said it, you know, what I'm saying best already. Uh, Gino, I said it before, so there's nothing else to really say about that. That's one of the best homage, you know, what I'm saying, or goodbye albums you want to say, you know, if you ever want to have for a rapper. Um, um, a personal choice for me, um, just to throw on there, I got to put a kid named Cuddy Man on the on the, the first album he put out. I think just for what it did for a lot of the youth during that time. And just, you know what I'm saying, the, it's just was such a great album for stories, vulnerability, um, in a sense of themes. And, you know what I'm saying, it was a great album. Like, before you really want to get into that whole, the whole era of drug rap or whatever like that, like, Right before I felt you get into it, you got the Cuddy era where it was like, it was like, no, nah, I'm literally telling you I'm smoking weed for these reasons. I'm doing this for that, but I can still rap and do all this shit. Whoop-de-whoop. Mind you, I'm still stoned since I can't really explain it why I love this album intensely. But As he would be, too. Yeah, but true. <laughs> but most of the thing I can say is for kids of the, you know what I'm saying, blog era or whatever, that album was very quintessential and taking us to new, you know what I'm saying, bringing that alternative sound into, you know what I'm saying, hip-hop and such like that for me, you know what I'm saying? we already seen it with Kanye, but, you know what I'm saying, I feel like Cuddy kind of took it to, you know what I'm saying, another level with himself. Also, um, like I said, the vulnerability in raps and kind of putting that mirror to yourself in situations like that. You know I talk about it a lot when we talk about Conway on here. You know what I'm so I like to see that a lot with my artists, and Cuddy was the um, first one I see with that to do something like that. Um, so I'm going to have that on there. Um, what am I like? I got like two more, maybe, or one more, one more, one more, and then shoot. I gotta go with um, you know, big, well, big, uh, ready to die. I still think just the whole theme of that album was so crazy because, like, what we love for ready, I mean, for um, you know, say life after death, I feel like, and too, like, the vulnerability you got with that, just like him suicidal thoughts and even the beginning of the album just going through that birth and the him being cussed out by his mom and all of that such like everything they put into that album was like literally his whole life up until that moment put on an album and that shit was crazy from the stories we get with fucking um what's the fucking what's our shit bro with the uh nick story oh uh got a story to tell got a story to tell like shit like that I want to add something to what you're saying real quick. One of the best things about that album that a lot of people don't get was mm -hmm. how Puffy really invoked a lot of Black history and culture within the album, as sonically as it goes, because he took a lot of old, old songs that you, like, if you were from that era, those are songs you grew up listening, your parents Shout were Easy Moby. And it was, this is stuff that Rakim was doing, not Rakim, um, 
uh, RZA was doing. You know, it, it was very much Wu-Tang. Yeah, it wasn't at the level mm -hmm. of Wu-Tang where they were taking these. It's not them hard cuts and such like that. And speeding them up and chopping them. Diddy was taking yeah. them. You still heard that same beat. You mm -hmm. heard the same, the same crawling, the same singing on it. We kind of made it a more old school style where we're just going to flip. Like the DJ, like the, the, the party in the club, he's going to flip the beat and just put a little, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Just flip the beat a little bit. That's all. We're not too crazy. But right. no, nah, that is... Damn, I even really think about it in that sense too. That's very, very true. Shout out to the hitman and such like that. But yeah, so many things with that where I feel like for him for that to be an introduction, man, that was like one of the best rollouts for an album, yo. One of the best. I still stand on life after death, but I feel you. No, I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. But it's just like some of the beats on there was just oh my god, introduction. Jesus Christ is just knocking my nigga, knocking on that shit, bro. Where it's like. Bro, it was scary. I'll be scared for any other rapper that's like, if I'm a rapper done this, I'm hearing that album. Nah, I'm looking at my producer like, nah, get in the lab now, my nigga. Go, go. And actually, um, I'm gonna go back and take an album off. I'm gonna take um food off and keep Mad Villainy on, and I'm gonna enter um Illmatic on there. I'm sorry, I forgot Illmatic because we talk about complete albums. That's still one of my favorite albums from the beginning. And it's a short album, only like ten songs. Like, I didn't forget yeah. it. I just, you know, you guys already know me about album length. Yeah. Well, That's you know, I am about that too. So, yeah. <laughs> like, so, and I tell you, it 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 pans out better. But the shorter the album, you get more. It's easier to become a classic. Yeah, and it's like I think that's what Pusha T be going for. And it's like that's not going to work for you, but. <laughs> Shit, that's what that's what Conway just went for, and he hit it at the park. Yeah, 12, what was it, like 12, 15, I believe. 12 songs. And what's right, but, then, but you gotta remember, these are guys who they record like 30 or 40 songs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true, too. They, they already have shit in the stash. Pusher records like eight songs and picks three. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Sue, you got your list ready? Yes. I got Ready to Die. Um, it's a mixtape, but it should have been an album. XV Pop Culture. Um, 2014 Forest Hills Drive. First J. Cole mentioned on, on this topic. You haven't mentioned him yet. Yeah, I had an Eminem one, but y'all made me feel bad. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, put your list. In. Nah, not, not for real though. It's a top, <laughs> but it's not a. Damn. Damn. Um, where was I at? Yeah, Eminem the album. So J. Cole Forrest, 2014 Forest Hill Drive. Um Thug Motivation 101. Uh My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Where am I? How many I got? I know I'm stoned, bro. I wasn't listening back to the end of it. I was listening to that. That's the troubles are going last. Um <laughs> oh, damn. You said, you said. Ready to die. XB. XB, ready to die. Um, 
Forest Hills Drive. You said Thug Motivation. Thug Motivation. Uh, before, so you have five now. Uh, give her to die trying. Mm -hmm. Of course, I was waiting for the fifty mention. Uh, did I say my beautiful dark was fancy? No. Did now. That's six. You did now. Give me graduation. Seven. Blue. Reasonable doubt. Reasonable doubt. Eight. Um. I said graduation and um of you Tarsus fans. Man on the Moon. Man on the Moon. Um That's nine. Mm -hmm. And give me motherfucking Davies Kyrie Chanel. No. Davies hate me now. No, give me. Uh, you want them Davies niggas? You want them Davies niggas? Yes, I'm a Davies fan. Um, give me J Cole. Offseason? No, uh, Kod. Kod, we hard shit. <laughs> that album was hard, man. It's very subjective. Like, say, like, you know, just go Friday. It's just now, just because I didn't have time to think about it, too. Because I, mind you, I didn't have a Kendrick joining my list. I just like, said, I'm, I'm surprised you did it. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Who's your honorable mention? My honorable mention. If I had to, um, say, I'll put, I'll put Kendrick, um, to Pimp a Butterfly. Oh, Mad City. Wait, Sue, what's yours? My honorable mention. Kendrick, <coughs> this is my city. You really want to add a debate with Tupac Butterfly and Good Kid, Mad City? I, I, I love Tupac Butterfly too. I do. You know I do. But I think, I mean, next, we'll do that. We'll do that next show. But to, uh, cap this joint off, man. I mean, actually, you want to save it for the next show? We only got a couple minutes left. Yeah, we'll save it for the next show. Yes, the R&B, the R&B show. That's going to be a long debate. It's going to be a long debate. Yeah, we got to do that next show. You have to on some niggas. Because you might be bound to say H-Town is over. Have Stone Cold Stunner you. All I'm saying is this. We're going to have to change the brackets up. I don't like the brackets. Mm, I'm with that. I'm with that. Because I feel like, I'm going to be real, boys to men... Boys, like I'm like boys men at one twelve. If they're on opposite sides of the bracket, essentially they have to face off off oh. the strength. Boys to men. Yo, it's crazy. Slimming was just in the town too. This is this is the whole reason why wee, wee, wee. boys to men had the late the late eighties into the mid nineties on lock. One twelve had they had the late one twelve. One twelve really popped popped in two thousand. They didn't pop in the nineties. Those are that late. No, they did pop in the nineties. They had only you. Only you. When did only you drop? Because they, they're the back. Biggie, Biggie and Mason. Their best. Their best album was the album that came out in the two thousands. Nah, I think that's. I think Peaches and Cream oh, yeah. is their best song. Oh yeah, Cupid came out ninety six. <laughs> Only you that yeah, that was ninety six. 
And save it, save it for next pod, man. This is gonna be a long one. Yeah, uh, yeah, we definitely because Drew Hill is in that chat, man. Oh, Ooh. they had three years. Their first Cupid, Cupid. Bro, I argue down that they can beat Joe to see in a versus. Yeah. Drew Hill, Drew Hill and Jodeci. I think Jodeci could beat him in the in the verses. I'm telling you, bro, Drew Hill can beat them. Jodeci can go the distance with them. This is, this is my whole thing. They dropped three albums in the 2000s. They dropped only two in the 90s. Ah, stop playing with them boys. That fat nigga used to be hopping around that stage. <laughs> that was his cardio. That was his cardio. Oh. You gotta talk about groups like uh we put Next in there. I think Next is in the bracket. Next was next was some wild niggas. They really made a song about having a boner in a club. I wonder if she thinks I'm hard, right? Like, yo, I'll i when I got all of yo, this, that's what they fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. Nah, dog, they gotta be in there for sure, man. Um, damn, son, cause R and B. Do you you had the temps? No, nineties, nineties, man. Oh, gotta stick with nineties. Right, right, right. Only nineties, yo, nineties, 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 nineties. so no third story. No track references after after what year? To, are we saying the nineties and ninety nine, two thousand? We we could cut it off at late two thousand. Let's say December. Let's say December two thousand. At two January two thousand one, you you off the list. But but in the same sense, ninety one. Which year still blends into the nineties in my. So one twelve made it with two albums. Ninety one is the start of the nineties. Then so that gives us ten years. That's a decade. I think we start at 90. We, you, yeah. The 90 to 2000 is 11 years. Yeah, you got to do 90. You got to do 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, I personally think we stop at 99. I my think we stop at 99. So then, so then January. Got, that's like, you got to still okay, not. So we got, we're going off 112 versus those two albums. Them niggas ain't making out of the first round. Okay, <laughs> like, you got the new Jack Swing era. You got Maybe team up with like 90, 92, 90, early, I'll say the, like from 90 to 92. Mm, yeah, and that they, they make a strong case. About 93. Yeah. Because you got that men condition, Tony, Tony, Tone, like that. You got that. baby face type guy. Like, so it's a lot of different concoctions in this group. Guy. To talk about. Woo, you were just playing that before the show to have me lit, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a banger. Oh, yeah, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun, man. It's crazy. But, yo, so. We had a uh, soul festival out here today, a free concert and shit. Maya was supposed to show up. Um, it was supposed to be the Whispers too. Bobby Valentino showed up and Joe, and um, Bobby Valentino was singing right. So I was just um, I had did a little microdose early. Only had a little bit of shit left, right. So I was just walking around smoking my shit, chilling and shit. And I was just walking around, little, you know, just be a little jolly and shit, whoop de whoop. So you got smoking inside the park. So I'm just sitting down, and this homeless dude just sat next to me, right? And we just in here listening to the shit. And I started walking, and all I hear is this motherfucking Bobby Valentino doing the most melodic, you know what I'm saying, version. You're doing the impression. Wheel, wheel from Mrs. Officer to the point he sounded like fucking 
Patrick in the SpongeBob episode in the when he was lost with the fucking walking dog. Nigga held the we or he held the woo. I've never seen no shit like this in my life, bro. Bro, that sounds like that shit was, was dying, bro. Like, it you know, was, bro. Need fix, it bro. did, bro. Like, it's not like your kid's car when it like it's on that last in, like strength of battery, like. Bro, like Bobby Valentino, man, this they love this nigga out here, bro. Because yeah, I did a prayer. Shout out to Bobby Valentino. He did a prayer for the people in the city and shit. But oh, they, when I mean right after this, bro, they ran down his whole Wikipedia, bro. His whole Wikipedia. They was like, yo, and thanks for him doing a prayer for us. We had a gift for you. And it was like, Bobby Valentino from Mississippi, formerly known as Bobby Valentino, now goes as Bobby V. Talked about him from doing the Mist when he was with Mista and all of that such. And I was like, yo, all of this because he said a prayer for us? God damn, son. They did his like, whole um unsung oh, right like, there. Y'all could yeah, y'all know y'all already had this plan from y'all ain't had to say it. They did his whole unsung right there. I love Buffalo, but just we y'all gotta sweeten some shit up like that because we don't get it. Like I get it. I get it. Like like my my canceled on us and she was at the Pride Fest like next couple next day. Like Maya, Jesus Christ! I wanted to tell her how much my love was like. Whoa, like (laughs) Maya still that's crazy. I'm telling you, bro. And I wanted to see the whispers, but I wasn't getting my oldies back. Not the whispers, though. You were there for Maya. Facts. But I, by the time I let my phone die, I was chilling on the porch, and you, I could hear the concert still from my porch. And Joe was singing his Dirty Mac and records. And I, I like, want to you know, know if you shit off, man. And then, like, yo, but shout out to my mom, though, for real, for real. Because the next day was the gospel day. Her favorite artist, Leandria Johnson, was there, and she got to see her and got to um, take a picture with her with my niece. Because actually after the um, shootings and such, they had like a memorial and my mom and I went out there and this dude had just, you know what I'm saying, started singing some um, gospel songs. He sung this song, right? Um, this song delivery, right? And um, he, gave, he gave the mic to my niece and my niece, my mom plays this song all the time. My niece knows this song damn near like verbatim. She's three, you know what I'm saying? Sung, got the mic and started singing this song, bro. Like to the top of her lungs, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Three years old, bro. So she, she sings this Leandra Johnson song there. So she gets to see her in person, and she starts singing a song in front of the lady Leandra and Johnson and shit. And I was like, yo, this was had to be a dope moment for my mom. This is like how you know what I'm saying all the 30 year old women how they love Mary J. Blige and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> my mom loves this lady, yo. It's, it was so dope to see that, yo. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's very rare moments you get to see your mom like just have a rare moments herself of like happiness like that you know what i'm saying and that was just really dope to see man shout out my dudes for that man but and shout out leandra johnson for um, having that moment with her also man but anyways man on that note let's get to i got mine queued up get to those ending waves man before we start that ty said what up she says she's in the comments she oh. says she want also this r&b bracket and ty, pull up next pod for that Big facts. I knew she was gonna want to be around for that. Oh, apparently we can't see them from Facebook anymore. Oh, we kicked off Facebook. Yeah. Some comments don't be pulling up, but more than likely we got kicked off. Yeah. Um, I'm finna play. So this last weekend, right? I went on a French Montana bench, and not the French Montana when you know I me, mean? unforgettable French Montana, not Lockjaw. You, you weren't playing. You weren't playing curses. 
We should not curse. Sorry, we weren't playing music. Uh, copyrighted music, so we shouldn't been kicked off. Yeah, we shouldn't make. Now we're about to get kicked off. <laughs> yeah, now, yeah, now we. But we, but it's at the end. It's cool. Like we still on Twitter cooking and on Twitch. We still cooking. Um, yeah, French Montana. He his old catalog, crazy. Like this is like the Coke Wave French. Um, came across a lot of gems. Added some to the workout playlist. Uh, this shit, so high featuring currency. Let's go. Mm-hmm. 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 This my shit right here, baby. What happened? This is Oh, no, yeah. This is this is one of the first French songs, like, because I had heard, like, I'm so special. I'm at your wife's house, all this other shit. This shit made me a fan again. He got with Spitter. I was like, oh, okay. Early too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, damn, this take me back to high school, man. When I tell you that I want it, I don't need it. They be now in the procedure, shout a yellow from the bleach. Got me reaching like a two guard, too hard. Ski mask or a suit on. Five chains, canaries help me cool off. Suit off, Camaro like Larry Flint. Black star, rock star, Montana, Arrow Smith. 40 spit, homie niggas dying, I be flying out. Feds on my niggas tail, they hiding out. Montana sliding out. Baby, don't be fucking with my hot. Suck a nigga dry. I'll be low as possible, trying to clear my mind. Montana, bitch. Relax, son, son. Low as possible. Relax, son, son. Low as possible. Celtics came back. They're down by one. Relax, son, son. I mean, how much is left in the game? Whole fourth quarter now. Hell yeah, let's get it done, Tatum. What's new? Let's go, smart. I see y'all. Take them lights, get niggas down. And Draymond. Dog, that that mac and cheese era French is undefeated. Undefeated. I like my mac and cheese. That that's it's French, not from crap. I like these glasses. They make me feel like '80s Michael Jackson. Before the the, the fire or after? A little bit before. 
Do you get kicked off like Grammy, Instagram like, Live like Grammy's if you play music? Huh? Do you get kicked off Instagram Live if you play music? Sometimes. Uh, I've never tried it. Some people do, some people don't. It's a clout thing. What's your wave, young? See, I'm debating on what to put. There's a couple things I'm thinking of. Go throw on that Daft Punk. No, no, no. Actually, it wasn't Daft Punk. Like, I was debating on. Don't ever say that shit like that again. Rest, no, rest I wasn't trying to Daft slander Punk. them niggas. What he played was fire. Rest in peace, Daft Punk. The group. Not who the died? They the split. Yeah, the, oh, actual... I thought, the bigger helmet nigga died or the smaller helmet nigga? All right. I got my song, Fuck Em by David Banner and Pastor Troy off of Mississippi's album. Oh. This nigga playing some real Air Force One music. Can you guys hear it? Up eighty four seventy, I mean eighty two seventy four. Warriors up. Ooh, that was quick. Damn, Tatum. Damn. Some powerful nigga tree going on right now.
this is my gym, one of my gym songs. Sit Sounds so triumphant, them damn horns. Oh, yeah, David Manning got big gym music all day. That big orchestra sound. Like, like, a pimp, pimp. like a pimp is in my workout playlist. This reminds me of like a pimp workout. With the shirt, too. They could be on the fucking treadmill. <laughs> it's the beat. The beats are fucking knocking. David Banner definitely might be my like top 15, 20 producers of all time. Elias is coming back next Monday. Wow, didn't you call that? I did. Wow. It'd be wild if he actually has a brother. That joint would be crazy. I told him I, I want them to be the only cinematic one that they do and have both of them in the shit. Also, another uh, Money in the Bank update. Seth is in the match after beating AJ. Motherfucker. Seth is your new Mr. Money in the Bank. AJ to AW confirmed. That's why it makes sense, Ari. He, he get that's the get back for Reigns. Remember when he beat him at the Rumble? That's the get back. Cash in on Reigns. God damn you, Cody. You I think. Well, game. I think it is. He's gonna try and do it, and if it's smart, Jay Uso crushes him when he goes to do it. Oh no, nah, the Bloodline gonna do something about that. He he not gonna be successful. Or if he does cash, or if he tries to cash in, that's when they bring up little brother from the um from NXT. Sokoa. like that. You trying to be in his own lane? Got your way, brother Daniel. That shit. That shit is catchy as hell. Fuck the news. That shit is wild, catchy, dude. Bro, I'm telling you, I'll be in the gym like I'll be saying it like yo, my at like today I was doing um Roman chair uh dead leg lifts. So I was like straight up. Lift Ooh, you doing that shit? Seconds, then drop, lift back up, hold for three seconds. Drop, lift back up, hold for three seconds. Like, and the heels are up, so it's just like I'm holding. And the goal is to take, have my legs completely flexed. Ooh. Hold my like my abs is what's pulling the lift. Bro, when yeah. I tell you this song, it's like yo, I'm about to quit, and it's like nah, fuck that shit. Ah, you get the the little bit of extra oomph. That that last. That last win. Yeah, like that. You know what? Nah, I ain't gonna look like no bitch today. I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish this set. <laughs> oh, it's gonna hurt when I laugh, but it'll be worth it. Oh, I, I gotta, man. I gotta get lift these fucking cans or something, man. Like, I'm slacking on lifting, dog. Listen, bro. Whenever you start going to the gym again, bro, hit me up, bro. No, 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 no. I, I, nah, bro. I got my machines at the crib. I ain't right, going back to that COVID even fucking. Right, I'm saying even then, just hit me up, video chat, you know, team workout, bro. Go to the gym even if we far apart. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look at you like. Nah, <laughs> you like, push up like this. <laughs> <laughs> like I, we could be on the phone when you're doing your cardio or something. And on that note, my wave of the week is J Cole featuring Kill Edward. The cutoff. Just say J Cole featuring J Cole. Basically, I know. <laughs> That's how I'm gonna write it on the fucking on the steps. Keep on falling, keep on falling, keep on falling, keep on falling.
know heaven is a mind state. I've been a couple times stuck in my ways, so I keep on falling down. I keep on falling down. Yeah. Give me drink, give me smoke, give me high, give me flow. I'm a cloud, coming down, pull me down, chill on out. Give me drink, give me go. Bottom line, I can't go if I die. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Give me drink, give me smoke. This is that fast flow that he was doing. That he doing. I'm not talking about this. I'm talking about when he started rapping. You got Benny up out of here. Yeah, I got some niggas that still owe me an apology. I'ma be the bigger man, just like I always be. Eventually, but right now that's hard for me. I'm dreaming violent. I can't tolerate this loyalty. So I'ma see you when I see you. Know that day coming. I pray that on that day you slip and say something. I never fantasize about murder because I'm still sane. But I can't seem to fight this urge to make you feel pain. I know that vengeance is the Lord's and it's not for me. I know the punishment for you is that you're not with me. You place your value on the bitches that you got with me. And now them bitches ask you daily why you're not with me. I had to cut some people off because they was using me. My heart is big. I want to give too much. And usually I send the bread and don't hit back for like two months now. You hit my phone. You need a loan. Oh, I'm a crutch now. I had to learn. I never had shit. You never would split. You was hood rich. I couldn't get a dollar from you. I remember that. It was blurry for a while, but now it's coming back. Coming back. Time will tell. Who is on my side? I will tell just who is on my side. I mean well, I can't stop my pride. I mean well, but I can't stop my pride. Give me drink, give me smoke, give me high, give me flow. I'm a clown, coming down, put me down, chill now. Give me drink, give me dope, bottom line, I can't go. If I die, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Give me drink, give me smoke, give me high, give me flow. I'm a club, coming down, put me down, chill on out. Give me drink, give me dope, bottom line, I can't go. If I die, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Keep on falling down. I had this water jug forever, man. Shout out my sister. I know heaven is a mind state. I've been a couple times stuck in my way, so I keep on falling down. Keep on falling down. Yeah. Time will tell who is on my side. I mean well, I can't stop my pride. I mean well, but I can't stop my pride. Give me drink, give me flow, give me high, give me flow. I'm a clown, coming down, put me down, chill on out. Give me drink, give me dope, bottom line, I can't go. If I die, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Give me drink, give me smoke. Give me high, let me flow. I'm a club, coming down, put me down, chill on out. Give me drink, give me dope. Bottom line, I can't go. If I die, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Man. That's definitely one of my favorite songs off that album. I forgot about that KOT. KO, I almost said KOTD. Nigga. That's on one of my little relaxed playlists. You know, for real, for real. That album is still heat. 
Definitely. No, it is. ATM. Kevin's hard. Tax. Brackets. Tax brackets. Yeah. That's, that was my Kevin's heart. Photograph. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bangers on that. KOD. It was definitely that definitely is definitely when it was slept on. Uh, See, his Sue's pick on his album shit isn't looking so crazy now. We just look at how we talking about that album. Now. Not well, I mean, it's in comparison. It, it's not that it's crazy. It's just like, shit was crazy. Yeah, Sue, so I got you. Sue, I got you. So many thank, thank you, thank, shit was thank you brother Lowe's. Thank you, brother Lowe's. Like, Born Sinner is a better Ooh, album. Man. Shit was crazy. Born Sinner is one of the Jay's uh, best albums. I agree. Like, Forest Hills is his best work. Mm. 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 It puts me to sleep the quickest. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I prefer Forest Hills. I think it has more of an experimental sound to it, but I wouldn't consider it a more of a, uh, the best rap album because that's not really him rapping. It's not like his best rap, his best raps flat out. So if we're talking again, best rap album, hip hop album, that's not it. Not from J. Cole. That is probably one of his better albums. But that's not his best hip hop album. It's not his best rap album. Flat out. Too much experimentation on that album for me to say, and it's not a bad thing. Post. You move the goalposts, like motherfucker, goal. dog. What's, what's, what is it? it? Am I wrong in saying that that album had a lot of experimentation on it? I mean, he was just—he just finally, finally found his pockets to make bigger. Um, he had no features. That was jazz hop. That's the biggest experiment you could think of. No features. Yeah, you, just not, go go. you want to go that route? That's more for your eyes only. Right, but I'm saying that was a progression that led to it. That's what I'm saying. It was less of a hip-hop album, more of a jazz-hop album. There was he's a always, lot of always been in that like Saint Trope, Like St. Tropes? St. Tropes wasn't a rap song. But he's always used jazz aspects to his raps, though. That's nothing new. But I'm, I'm being real. He had a whole song on there where he's singing. Am I wrong? Yeah. Right, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that's not rap. I'm saying that album in its entirety wasn't a rap album. It was an experimental. It's been more of an experimentation album. I can say And I still say it's a fire album. I'm not detracting from that, Loso. Don't make that face. I'm just saying Born Sinner was a rap album. And Catch the Get Your Bars Off crew <laughs> <laughs> on IG at Get Your Bars Off brand. And on Twitter at Get Your Bars Off pod. You can catch me at King underscore Cat 29 on IG or at your own risk on Twitter, the underscore marketable one. Fellas, I ain't gonna put my not doing this shit with you, dog. <laughs> Yo, man, y'all, y'all have a great night tonight, man. It was great catching up with you guys. I've missed being on the pod. Definitely gonna see you guys next week. Oh, that's big facts. You already know, man. Follow me at Ari Starks on all platforms. Sue. Follow me at S.DZ as XDZ or a boy named Sue. You already know, man. Get your bars up podcast on all streaming platforms. We out of here on that joint, man. Bang. Bang.